28's pretty old for League of Legends. For League of Legends, I'm ancient. Yeah. Because <laughs> you're like, what, 34? I'm gonna be 35 in three days. Soon to be Dusty 40. Bitch. <laughs> Dusty bitch. Dusty <laughs> bitch. What's up, everybody? Welcome to a, another episode of Tower Dive. And as you can see, we are here with a bevy of special guests. I am not talking about Pan's ridiculous face. We have our our friends in arms here for our one year anniversary show. Uh, of course, with us, we have Wise Papa Smurf from the Lola podcast. What's happening, man? Psyched <laughs> to be here. Congratulations <laughs> on your milestone, dude. That's Thanks. Huge. Thank you. Thanks. Thank we try. Well, we tried we, a little bit. Not a lot. And we have Amanda from he the. He got Atlas. there through attrition. It was good. <laughs> Let me get the other introductions in. I'm sorry. We also have Amanda from the analyst desk. What's good? Uh, hmm. One year. I don't know how you guys made it this far. I've watched our shows. I also can't answer that question. If we were on a network, we were for sure canceled. We are one of those spring cancels, like halfway (laughs) through. We only got they signed us. So like Heroes Were Born. You guys, yes. Heroes Reporter podcasting, yes. got it. But yes. we wouldn't even made it to the big finale. It we would have been... only been they, they would have canceled us after the pilot. Yeah, right after that butterfly scene. Oh, so you're like Firefly? Oh, no, they're more like the Greg the Bunny of podcasts. I was gonna say if we if we were like Firefly, Greg the Bunny had its own unique charm, but it just was not gonna translate. I was gonna say if, if we're Firefly, I look forward to our cult following years yeah. after we're relevant. Let's just stop it now. If we're gonna be that, We'll just push that DVD right out and just reap the royalties, baby. Give me those royalties. Then seven years later, we'll make a movie. Yeah, and all, oh no, are you gonna die? Maybe. So Who knows? I have to die. Someone yeah. has to die. No, wait, I'm, I'm, oh yeah, I'm obviously You're, Mal. You clearly uh, got like the least life left to live of everybody here. So it's gotta take one for the team, man. What'd you get for being the oldest. <laughs> Oh, but doesn't that mean I'm I'm like I'll I'll see death before it comes because no, because then you'll be like Shep, then you'll just be Shep. <laughs> Harsh. <laughs> this sucks. Apparently, I'm gonna die on this show. Yeah, but, sorry, buddy. By the way, everybody, I am Francis Hooks. Spoiler. Yes. <laughs> yes. So, um, yeah. So it's been a year, obviously, since we've been doing this. Um. I, I, I don't know how we've gotten to the year. It's been a it's been an interesting year. We we've looked at our shows. Yo, our first shows are bad. Oh man, so Everybody's bad. Everybody's first shows are. It's real it's bad. The pits. I don't know yeah, why we dude, kept doing it. Have you guys like? It is hilarious to go back and listen to your first stuff, and you're just like, ah, God, it was so out of sync, and we had like no synergy, and everything was awful. Mm-hmm. And then you listen now, and you're like, "Yeah, we finally got a little bit of synergy, and it's okay." <laughs> well, like I said, we, when we when we had st- when we started out, we were like, "Yeah, you know, we're gonna be the voice of the every player." And then we just realized, like, after being on different social medias and seeing, you know, the every player, yo, we hate the every player. <laughs> they suck. <laughs> They're mean, and, and they're and they're they're just heartless, and they're just full of contempt. And then I realized I was just looking in the mirror, and then I just realized I had a lot of self-loathing issues happening there. Yeah. And I was like, no, and I had a crisis of conscience. And that brings us to where we are 52-ish weeks later. <laughs> ish. It's a yeah. very big ish. It's a give or take. 52 to 56, I think. 
Maybe in there. Somewhere yeah. in that ballpark. They were really? holidays, okay? Bank holidays don't count. We're less than 60. 52 business well, you weeks. Know, yeah. You really don't want to do, like, an anniversary special on, like, April 1st. Yeah. So, you got to wait a little while. Yeah. We had, you know, we had, we, it's, we, we had to let it simmer, you know, we had a yeah, logistics, dude. Let, let people think, Ooh, what are they, what are they going to talk about today? Probably TSM because people seem to think that we <laughs> talk about them and hate them. Every time we have a TSM headline, we get a huge bump in views. So yeah, let's talk, let's talk about TSM. Yeah. And that's, and yeah, some guy asked us, he goes, if you're going to, you know, you'd stop putting TSM in the title of your shows. I go, well, if we're going to put it, if we're going to talk about them, they're going to be in the title of the show. Sorry. I, I mean guy white knight for tsm protecting them from you, you you left off the or else at the end of his comment <laughs> like like there are some grave repercussions if we say tsm sucks like balls again with, like there's like a picture with a knife in his teeth or something like, like <laughs> i'm just worried about getting random weird packages from people that i don't know how did you get my address it's a glitter bomb don't worry about it yeah sorry about that okay. <laughs> i was i was okay with it purple's my favorite color so. <laughs> It was, it was the best glitter ever. Um, <clears throat> so, you know, you guys, it's awesome to have you here. You know, thank you for, I, I mean, I guess we're, we're celebrating, you know, I don't like having like party streamers or champagne or anything to hand out, but, you know, it's cool to have. Cause, it's fine, I have grape soda. Oh, good. All I, I mean, to celebrate. You know, I don't have grape soda, so. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't you eat it? We good. bringing grape soda. <laughs> Thank you for sharing the delicious grape soda with me. <laughs> Refreshing. Um, so, yeah. So, I mean, you guys are essentially, you know, you're our contemporaries. You slightly more professional than us, maybe. Oh. Doing it a little bit, doing a little bit different. Doing a little bit different. Um, you know, we respect what you guys do, which is why we don't try to do what you guys do. Because I, I feel like you guys are... Yeah, I feel like you guys are just about the same level of professionalism that's, as that's, we are. Yeah, okay. that's, that's true. That's, I mean, I think that's probably fair. But, like, different topic Yeah, I think would be the dividing point, right? Where uh, you guys talk, like, a lot about current events and, you know, things that are happening in the league. And, you know, we try to just focus on, hey, this is how you get better. Yeah, you guys break yeah. down the game a lot more. Yeah. Than, we're than, we're yeah. on the fun V. You're on the humdrum V. I <laughs> yeah, think is what right, we're... right. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Our podcast is tedious and terrible. Thank you. For <laughs> Appreciate it. I'll tell you. I'll tell you this. There's a reason why we don't go into breaking down the game is because, um, well, I'm not very good. Yeah. And he's only I, pretend good. I'm also not very good. I just talk out of my ass most of the time. So both of you are boosted animals. And got it. Absolutely. I wish. No, hey man, I earned my I earned my gold star. Uh, I have... by pulling myself up my bootstraps. You were unemployed. Yeah, that too. <laughs> you were unemployed. It's got the play. Yeah, I, had, I had a I had a three month stint of unemployment, so yeah. that helped. Captain Hooks just goes straight for the nuts every time. He cuts Listen, deep. That's why I. Oh been... yeah, you're good at league because you're a homeless piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> what? Wait, what? You're just a blight on society, you scumbag. All I can say is worth your it. Disabilities, so you can get to go. Like what? <laughs> Reason why I don't take home more of my paycheck. <laughs> I think I can unironically say thanks, Obama. Yeah. <laughs> the first time, yeah. You're, you're the a, one. A genuine thank you, yeah, for putting me in gold, and then uh, also for demoting me back to silver. Thanks, Obama. <laughs> now, yeah, now, now yeah. we're back. Back to the irony. Back there. Yeah. So, 
we got you guys here because number one you probably know more about league of legends than we do and that's super helpful on a league of legends podcast because you someone know, has to someone has to yeah right. We need we need we need you guys to car- carry the facts because uh, we sometimes get them wrong. Oh my god, constantly. I've noticed that in some episodes. I like listen and I'm like, man, I wish I could correct these guys right you now. You should totally correct Just, us. Just if you see, I it, think it, in it, your comments once I corrected you. <laughs> it wouldn't. It, it's it, we've and we've done we where I've listened to episodes and I've realized I went on like a ten minute rant on something I was nowhere near the mark on and I go, <laughs> all right. Like, we were talking even our last episode. We were talking about the playoffs and how I was like, yeah, G2, man, you know, they took they took H2K to the mark. No, they didn't. They didn't play H2K at all. That, wasn't, that was not H2K. That was Origin. <laughs> I was like, I had to put in the, in the, in the you know, the red up about the episode. I realize I was wrong about who they played. I was super jacked up about Fnatic playing H2K. So, yeah, I didn't see that one. I just Oops. kept going. Whoopsie. That one's on us. That's on me. Yeah. I'll, I'll wear that one. Or like that time we didn't know where Belgium was. Yeah, there's that too. Oh, that was a good one. Yeah. That, that was, was a good fantastic. one. I enjoyed that one. I'm glad. <laughs> that one I hit you guys up on Twitter. That yeah. was that was my favorite that was my favorite one when I was just like I mean like you're you're like, oh, so Belgium's near Germany. I was like it's I'll near Germany. I'm like, I'll, I'll be honest. I don't. In the way that everything in Europe <laughs> is kind of near Germany. Exactly. It's a very small continent. It's, it's, you know, it's, who it's the near, hell knows where what is? Come on. It's near those centrally located countries, <laughs> you know? So, so kids that are still in school listening to this podcast, do not use anything we say on your geography yeah. test. We also, are... stay in school, guys. Yeah. That's, don't you're... become eSports pros. It's not worth it. It's not no, worth it. The, the two-year career you may end up with isn't isn't. You just wind up with a stack of broken dreams and a wicked case of carpal tunnel. Right, and probably getting made fun of on someone's podcast. <laughs> yeah, someone's dumb podcast. Someone's dumbass podcast. Probably ours. <laughs> <laughs> but it's okay because then they'll make a bad comment about Brussels, and then you can move on with your life. Exactly, and and now we are full circle. So. <laughs> Um, let's just get into kind of, I guess, what's happened more in the recently, because I'd love to get your guys' take on it, because I know how, what I think about things. So, we're going to start off with, start off with, let's start off with something super obvious. So, so TSM, yes, we're starting off with TSM. I love starting off with TSM. I I love it, because, see, the haters get mad at me then. Oh, dude, you should put it in the show title. Oh, yeah. I don't know if you guys do that or not, but if you did, you would make, like, a million hits, like, that. Always thinking. Always think that's why we bring you guys on here. So, Yellow, so Yellow Star, it's like a comically that he left TSM. It's like nobody saw that one coming. I uh, sure didn't. I, I mean, so let's be to be completely honest. Like we predicted on my show that the chances of Sunscarin and Yellow Star making it a whole split was probably pretty bad odds. Oh yeah, if anybody, absolutely. if anybody betted on that, like. The only way that that worked out is if somehow that TSM roster just like rolled over NA, because oh, like yeah. Yellow when Yellowstar left, uh, Fnatic was partially one because money and two because he was like I don't want to build another team now that Rainover and who he are leaving, I mean who he are leaving. So what's an org that's been to Worlds multiple times? It has also been to multiple international tournaments. Oh wait, TSM. And then they they got not even third. 
Yeah. And the funny thing is, there's no way you could have, I and mean, we said this on our, on our show when it first happened, there's no way you could have gone in with saying, okay, we're going to pick. We got double lift. We've got, we've got Sven Skarin. You know, we already have Bjergsen and now we're, we, we, we got, you know, um, Haunster here and now we're going to bring Yellow Star in and now we're going to perfectly gel and everyone's going to listen and everyone's going to be on the same page and we're going to win every game. No, but that doesn't. I think that, that was in their uh, success flow chart. Yeah, it was, it was well, on their dream board. Yeah, right. In fairness, Reginald did kind of learn the lesson. Like, he talks about it in his Drive documentary. Uh, if any of you watch the Drive series, it's actually pretty good. But uh, Reginald says that, like, the biggest lesson he learned from this split was that you can't just, like, buy top-tier talent in every region and just hope it, like, meshes together and makes a team. You want to know what's funny about that? It took him failing to figure that out, and I knew that long before that that happened. I was going to say, didn't well, everybody else know that, like, yeah. two seasons ago? When but Elements it did work, though. It, it, in fairness, it did work the first time. He, like, bought Bjergsen. TSM looked really dominant, and then Gleeb didn't do so well. And so they were like, Lust Boy. Lust Boy's a really good support. And, like, they turned the season around, beat Cloud9, you but know, that, happily ever but after. Here's the thing. It worked well in a different vacuum, though, because in that situation, you are plugging one player into four others. In this situation, you're building a team of five different, completely different individuals with different mindsets and, uh, that are like, all like superstar ego. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I totally get it. I think part of the problem also is that like Yellowstar definitely was like top three reagent uh, supports at the time. And like. He, like, definitely didn't think, like, hmm, Doublelift likes to smash lane. Yellowstar likes to roam and win and win mid lane and, like, other lanes. Oh, yeah, this is totally going to work out. Well, I think they also hoped that – I mean, I think Yellowstar was going and saying, okay, they're bringing me in because there's no unified voice on this team. Bjergsen was the shot caller, the unwilling, I don't want to do this, but I have to because no one else can – and they're kind of like, okay, well, they're going to bring me in. Uh, you know, I've been to Worlds like my whole entire career, so they're going to listen to me. And it just never seemed like they ever listened to anything he said. Oh, yeah, no, it's it's definitely a problem. Yeah, um, and that's what happens when you bring in a ton of ego. I mean, maybe the only person that listened to him was, was Haunter, but he was out in, a, in an island in well, top lane. Who cares? I'll, I'll, I'll tell you this, though, and this is like a huge credit to what difference <laughs> coaching staff can make. But when they brought in Weldon Green, oh yeah, every, so everything not, changed. So I never really call Weldon a coach, and Weldon's refer to himself <laughs> so uh, refer to himself so much as a coach as well. It's more about just like figuring out what the personality problem is and trying to. Well, get sure, I I was referring to him as like staff in the more general sense, like sure. life coach. But people you bring in, really, yeah. TSM, I mean, this is probably the first uh, smart move TSM has made staff wise since hiring Loco Doco before everybody else hired a coach. Uh, TSM is notorious for making really terrible staff decisions as well. Uh, like kicking Loco Doco and telling him and Reginald becoming the head coach. Yeah. Well, TSM is very knee jerk reaction on everything that they do. Like they don't think of the long term. like, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. let's, they did like, like Reginald, you know, I respect the fact that he's put together a team every year that's been competitive, but Reginald literally can only see like three to four inches in front of his face. He does not look down the line far enough to be like, 
um, okay, this is going to fix right now. This is what we're going to do. And then, like, you know, it doesn't work. Okay, well, we have to change it now. No, no, wait, wait. Just let things work. Yeah. And it's, you know, you don't put a bunch of ingredients in, put it in the oven, call it a souffle, take it out 10 seconds later and go, the fuck, this shit sucks, and throw it away. That's how everyone I, in league is, though. Everyone can only see yeah. the season that's right in front of them right now. In, in fairness, though, but that's partially because, one, I think everybody, to an extent, is, like, very aware that, like, League is not forever. No, like, sure. League is definitely not going to be like StarCraft, where like you'll still be hearing about StarCraft tournaments years and years and years from now. I think the same is true. Like League is probably not going to be CS:GO, um, and so I think teams, in a sense, like they need the immediate response for like two reasons. One, you need to stay popular. If nobody's buying your merch uh, or talking about you on social media, you're you're just like done. Sure. Uh, two, you need to keep them sponsors. Like, funny story. So, how many of you remember the Letterman jacket that TSM had? Oh, I remember. Oh, that. I yeah, remember the black that. with the yeah. white sleeves. Yeah, yeah do you about? know why the Letterman jacket's gone? Because, and Double Lift asked this on one of his first streams because Leah was like on stream with him a lot. It was too expensive to constantly change the sponsor patches. Oh, well, that, well, that was why, uh, who is it? Elements or, or when they, why yeah. they just do the Velcro? Yeah, yeah. because you, you can't like... do that with a Letterman jacket. No, a Letterman jacket, you can't because so, but here, you but, can so sew on some of... Velcro. Yeah, hire, uh, hire uh, a den mother and sew, yes. sew on these Boy Seems Scout stress. patches. So, so, but, so it, you know, it's a funny thing, but at the same time, it like shows you just like how frequently sponsorship changes in esports. Oh, yeah. And if you don't, especially in NA where there's a plethora of sponsors on like EU where sponsorship is regional based, you like need to stay sponsor savvy. That's... And like a team that's not consistently finishing first is just not sponsor savvy. Look at CLG eventually hitting bankruptcy because they just were never performing. That's also because Hotshot GG just runs this organization like if if I put my daughter in charge of them. In fairness, Matcom's been doing a pretty stellar job since taking over. No, I know, and that was they needed somebody to take over because Hotshot doesn't know how to run a business. Really. Also, could you imagine sitting in like a a proposal meeting or like a sales meeting with them, like for forty five minutes? That'd be that'd be tough. Yeah, his knees are up in his yeah. chest. Yeah. <laughs> You're making a pitch to that guy. No! Like, you can feel real bad. sponsors why? That's what? That's a terrible idea. You know, it's that's actually That's actually pretty good. Yeah. Well, the real talk, though, uh, I became a CLG fan almost exclusively because watching Hotshot stream, it was like looking in a mirror, and it kind of weirded <laughs> me out. So. It was. There was. The, there's one of those. Like there was one of those pictures or videos that we saw, and I was literally like, "Dude, that's you." Yeah. It was. You, it was. Yeah. Why don't <laughs> we ever? I'm hotshot. Why don't we ever see the two of you in the same place? That's why. It's a good point. It's a good point. I gotta get my tinfoil hat back. Is that what? Is that what you guys are always dogging on TSM? It's exactly why. That's in it. Fairness, I knew it. But uh, to get back to TSM, um, I do like the move that they've made with Biofrost, or. Biofrost and X unknown candidates at in Korea. Yeah. Uh, because, like I said, going back to the drive thing, Reginald was like, maybe it might be best to actually try to like bring up talent and craft it because it works. It's been working with Hodzer. Like Hodzer has definitely been one of the shining stars of this TSM roster. Absolutely. Like, oh yeah. Of consistency, damage threat, kill participation. Like you go down the list, and like statistically, if I had to like pick a top laner to draft. Sure, I might want Darshan and Impact, but if I can't get Darshan or Impact, I think like my next pick, despite him not being the high, on one of the higher ranking teams, I think I want Hanser. 
Well, Hauser's one of those guys who his highs aren't going to be incredibly high, but his lows aren't going to be incredibly low. He's going to be, like you said, a model of consistency. And even from the beginning of the season to the end, you definitely saw upward, you know, uh, uh, you know, movement in his in his quality of his play. He was definitely, I think, I don't, I mean, I just just personally, I think he was overwhelmed going into with this team when you look around. And it's like, okay, I've got double lift and yellow star on bottom lane. I've got Bjergsen. I've got Sven Skarin. Um, and- well, I mean, the other thing is you need low econ players. Sure. Yeah. And as, as much as everybody gave Dyrus a ton of shit for always getting ganked and dying, which may well be true, the guy literally did well-ish with, with nothing. Like, he had nothing. And the, they gave him Oh, yeah, no, no, no. He was, he was because on Because they funneled everything. Island. Yeah, sure. Well, they funneled everything to Bjergsen, then, you know, and, and now they've got Bjergsen to feed and uh, double lift to feed, and it's like you can't feed three guys, so you need a low econ guy up there. No, and sure. that makes that makes perfect sense. And you've also got Sven, who you know carries out of the jungle. Oh, carries is a strong or, word for that. I think what used to what, carry out of the is, jungle. What is he carrying out of the jungle? He's carrying his lunch into the jungle. Like groceries, like kindling. Marshmallows. Yeah. Like, like let's 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 a bag uh, of leaves. <laughs> to be honest, when you look at TSM, it looks like that. Uh, especially current TSM, it looks like when you're building your fantasy draft team, and you're like, man, I need a really strong uh, mid laner. Well, there went seven k of my salary. <laughs> and then it's like, man, I need a really good eighty carry, and you're like, yellow pick double if You're like, yeah, that seems great too. Well, there went like another seven k of my salary room, and then you're like. Yellow Star, and then you're like, all right, there went 6k, and then you're like, uh, I mean, Spitzgarin's pretty good, right? Like, he used to be good. I mean, minus the whole Ching Chong thing. Oh, God. Um, yeah. So I was actually he, trying he, to make like, a joke about that on why he loved the team, and I was like, eh, no, I can't yeah. get it done. And then he got five, and then he got, so you're like, all right, I use 5k, and then you look. 5.5k. Okay, 5.5k, and then you look at your, at the amount of salary room you have left, and you're like, I'm good. I've got two thousand left. What can I get off the dollar menu? The thing about Sven is, it was more than five point five k. That was just the the negotiated bonus, right? That's not even necessarily his salary. I think they just grossly overpaid with him. Grossly. Uh, So I think that I think that the Sven. uh, So like you have to look at like the markability of Sven coming out of SK Gaming, right? That's where he left from. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So, like, when he was leaving the SK Gaming roster, he he was like the first Blood King. Like, you you can go back and watch every, like season four, season five. Like, he just repeatedly just showed up out of the jungle and wrecked kids. Right, because he was on such a better. Because the team. rest of his team was so much <laughs> it was just better. really good players around him, and he was. I mean, I'm not saying okay. I'm not dogging him for for being a bad player. He's just super. When you put him on a team that's not going to necessarily carry as well as SK did at times. I mean, because that was an SK team that had forgiven in the bot lane. Yeah. And who cares what the rest of they had? But I think it was Fox was their mid laner at the time, right? They had young Fox who was, that was his first season. That young Fox. That young Fox. They had him and he was, you know, he kind of came on out of nowhere. Um, Who was their top laner? I want to say Freddy122. Freddy. I think, yeah, it was Freddy. You're right. It was Freddy and yeah, and then Candy Panda and Inrated. It would have been Inrated. Candy Panda was right in the bench. Well, Candy, point, yeah, so well, Candy Panda forgiven. was replaced. That was forgiven. Remember, we, 
No, no. Forgiven got benched, and they brought Candy Panda back in. Yeah, but that was but that was when the team shit the bed. Then. Yeah, that was when right, they right. When yeah, they but I'm saying was they announced yeah. that like they hate their management and yeah. the whole team's gonna die. And they're like, we'll bring back Candy Panda. <laughs> hey, hey, Candy. Hey, Candy. What are you doing? You know, I'm not doing anything. What do you mean? What am I doing? You, gonna, you guys, I'm broke. You left <laughs> me here. No, it's, it's like cold outside. Right? Like Mr. Ellis spent a whole split out of the out of the EU LCS, and everyone was like, "Man, I wonder if there are any great EU AD carries left." And Mr. Ellis is like sitting next to his phone, just like. <laughs> and then it, then everyone's like, "Hey, what about Tabs? I bet he's available." God damn <laughs> and it! You, and then it's like, and "What about Steelback?" And he's like, "Motherfuckers! I carried. Was it, I, I could carried see, like, bad teams." SK just like opened the front door and Candy Panda's like on the porch huddled on a rug. I'm I'm, I'm still here, guys. He's he's been collecting their mail. (laughs) Or he's just like, can I come inside again? Like, there's a knock on the door. They open the door. Candy Panda, what do you do? I was just in the neighborhood. Anybody want to play League? Uh, I just wanted to play. I brought my computer with me. It's weird. I just was walking by and I mean, I was like, hey, this is where SK still lives, I think. Hey, I think somebody's sleeping they, on a pile of newspapers over here. Yeah. Oh, so that's it, weird. Oh, so it's like, it's like double up. lift. Yeah, exactly. Which, when it makes me, it, 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 that makes me laugh because we talked about the whole Aphromoushade and shit. People are like, oh, what's Aphromo doing? Why is he? It's like, it, double lift did make a video where he threw away the CLG, you know, uh, jersey in the garbage can. Like, Oh, and don't forget the first, like, 48 hours of his stream was just like, yeah. fuck yeah. COG, fuck George. Yeah. And then everybody's like, and then when George, like, threw shade when he did reflections with Thor, and everyone was like, man, Hotshot GG's so immature. It's like, nigga didn't say shit <laughs> for, like, months. Like, uh, double of shit on I him and his I think that's the friend. first time we've ever been able to have the N-word on the show. I'm so excited. <laughs> That was anniversary. It makes us so cool now. One year, no, motherfuckers. No, in seriousness, like George you said, do nothing. Need to clarify that you are like, black. It is an audio show. Just I am, so I am as black as the night sky can get. Sometimes. There we go. All right. But uh, no, in all seriousness, like, hot, like everybody forgets that Doublelift's first two streams were literally like "fuck CLG," "fuck George." Oh, he was so fucking this fuck this, fuck that, and then, like, everybody's like, man, George, you should say something. George, you should say something. George is like, I'm gonna take the high road. And then the one time for the George first well, time in okay. his whole life... Hold on. He didn't say, I'm gonna take the high road. He said, no, no, I'm no, no, gonna no, enjoy no. my Halloween. I don't know if I want to talk about this right no, now. No, 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 no. There are a lot of George <laughs> tweets where he's just like, it's been, like, I've been advised to just, like, not say anything and just, like, move on. And then he does the Reflections episode, and he says, like, he shits on double lift. Only a fraction of the, like, stinking do- pile of dog shit that Doublelift has been throwing his way. And everybody's like, George is the most immature owner in League of Legends. It's like, what? That, that, still, really? might, that still might be a true statement. Not necessarily <laughs> but, within but this not context. For that, no. Not for yeah, that yeah, reason. Not given, not given that context. But, I mean, it's probably that that does that comment does probably hold weight in a in the grand scheme of things. In the grand scheme of things, but in that immediate moment, I was no, just like, no, y'all no. people are sheep. Like, y'all are just some double-lift dick riders. <laughs> oh, dude, oh, there's so much of that. But those are the I mean, same... Those are the same... This is, this is Reddit. This is the League oh, yeah. community. It's yeah. like, 
Does the same TSM dick? Yeah. yeah. Does the same TSM dick riders that when you say, "Man, TSM looks like shit," then they fucking downvote you to hell and they get all mad. Like, no, you fucking just. It's because look, Yellow Star sucks. He's such a bad player. Look, and his fucking thresh mechanics blow. Are you, really, this is a guy who like like two it's months three times. Yeah. <laughs> Two, who two Four months times. ago, yeah, two months ago when you signed him, you guys or everyone was fucking blowing their load all over their keyboards. TSM's gonna go undefeated forever! <laughs> oh, you know, it, and then it's like, and then bl- they blamed him. Motherfucker sitting in the bottom lane just like, I wish someone would listen to me. Like, you just, I, I feel like something's... Well, it's also like, him. he's sitting there like, man, I wish I could roam. If only double if slating phase didn't suck balls. <laughs> yeah. Everyone's like, oh. no, double if is the king of the laning phase. It's like, no. Double lift and Afro Moo were the kings of the laning phase. If you watch Double Lift stream, now you can always be like, oh, well, maybe part of this is because, like, it's stream and, like, you know, solo queue is just for fun. But, like, Double Lift's got some shitty laning phase mechanics if you're not, like, there to protect him. Well, he's oh, yeah. used to having someone there to protect him. If there, yeah. was, if there was a way in League of Legends to have a guy ride another guy, it would have been double lift on top of Afro. Yeah, like if Nunu it, could like, be played as two characters. Yeah, that that would be it. Double lift, yeah. little, little guy, and and yeah, and, and he's the Eddie, and, and Afro moves the Eddie. <laughs> but oh, yeah, no. Willump. Willump. There you go. That's that's the Yeti's name. Jesus, don't you read the lore, goddammit. Don't, don't you talk lore to me? Don't, <laughs> no, don't talk. Lore it's to the me. most important part of the game. God. Ugh. The guy with, like, shitloads of figures behind him that's <laughs> calling you out for being a nerd, by the way. Yeah, yeah well, you know. Nerd! We have a special kind of relationship, mostly based on hypocrisy. <laughs> yes. Right. <laughs> I would go he to... runs a podcast, you run CLG. Yeah. You know, know. it's all good. It's good. all good. Listen, if, you, if we agreed with everything, people would think collusion between CLG and our podcast. And exactly. You know, few people would care. Yeah. And then, We you would know, get too <laughs> famous. I would totally take that sponsorship any day oh, well, there was that there was we, i'll get I think, the merch i'll shave my beard into a c or something i don't care that's what we said we we're like oh what happens if C- if tsm was like hey we want you guys to work with us and you're gonna pay i'm like yes i will absolutely accept that yeah. I hey don't don't listen to the show though yeah. don't go back you don't might want to you might want to skip you might want to skip those first 52 episodes the first uh, 52 episodes weren't that good you we guys were just, like the we, next were, we were learning <laughs> we were just saying shit we are Mike. Next thing we you know, Hooks broken, has a so. next thing you know, Hooks has a nice TSM tattoo on his forearm. Right? I'm gonna wear my TSM jersey with TSM hooks on the back. Uh, for just for funsies, uh, just uh, I don't even know if I had said this actually on our podcast, but remember when TSM was hiring like a like a coach? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I had actually applied for that just for funsies because I actually used to coach baseball and they were looking for like sports coaches. I never heard back from them. I was like, maybe they listen to the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's what did you I was like, I was like, could you imagine? No, as, as far as qualifications, I mean, I definitely could have, but could you imagine if they call me up? Hey, we really like what you got here. Um, we would like to bring you in. I'm like, Oh my God. <laughs> I'd have we to look in first. Could you imagine if you got, experience. like if you got selected, I think, I think I would die. Without, without saying TSM captain hooks, I'd be like, yeah, right. Oh, these idiots. I'd have to, I'd, I'd have, I'd have to swallow my vomit every time I said my name. <laughs> hey, what's up? TSM captain hooks. You're, <laughs> uh, be you're just crying. You're just sobbing to yourself. Just, <laughs> like you're getting your paycheck and you're like, <laughs> but I'm drawing tears with my money. <laughs> You're like wiping the yeah. spit off your lips with like hundred dollar yeah, bills. Exactly. Like, oh, God. This TSM money just it dries my eyes so well, though. 
I come up, I'm like, how does it feel to be a filthy member of Team Solo, man? You're like, pretty good. Pretty good. Pretty good. Uh, let me let me go count all the money you don't have. It sucked. It sucked that first week, but I got over it. I bet they did. I just got this uh, Scrooge McDuck swimming pool out in my backyard with gold coins put in. It's pretty sweet. No diving nope. though. Uh, yeah, I I learned that the hard way. I was like, man, as a kid, I was like, oh man, that must be sweet. I can't wait to be rich so I can do shit like that. And then I felt how hard a quarter was, and I was like, also, I mean, like, I don't. Okay. I thought you meant you actually dove into a no, pile no, 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 of coins. No. Yeah. Also, like, how did you have that many quarters? It's the hard way. Yeah, I was like, man. Also, I mean, no. I, I don't know where all those coins have been. He's spitting them out of his mouth. Dude, that's a great way to get foot and mouth disease. <laughs> no, not for me. Now, if you could make a pool filled with, like, $100 bills, I think that's safe to dive into. I said it's all going to be Is laced it? with cocaine and stripper panties. So I don't know. Money is money is dirty stuff. I'm still I'm still okay with this. <laughs> I I have never actually had somebody hand me a bill out of a register and it had stripper panties stuck to them. Oh, it's not happening. You, you only have like you're going panties. to the wrong been, bodegas. I have, what I is have been this? paid with bra money and that always feels great. Blah. <laughs> so uh, we were talking about like League of Legends or something. This Were is we? this is a common occurrence. On I don't know. We go we go off the rails on occasion. Something about so something something topic? TSM. Uh, something. Next topic is obviously coke stained hundred dollar bills and stripper panties. Yeah. Okay. Uh, great. Yeah. Great. 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 Oh, you're, then seamless transition. We're keeping in the wheelhouse. <laughs> you guys are you guys are way more pro than you yeah, on. It's earlier. all scripted. <laughs> we we actually rehearsed this three times before you guys got here. Yeah. Got it. Got it. What you guys don't even realize is what you're saying. We've actually written. We've written. Oh. <laughs> So oh, it's like the LCS script, right? Thanks, Just like the LCS script. Thanks for sticking to the script, guys. <laughs> uh, okay, so let's get less from a team standpoint and more of just a fun community thing because I don't want to spend too much time on this specific thing, but this is just one that I kind of laughed about a little bit, and I think, Pan, you know where I'm going to go with I this. I really have no idea. I Good. Um, so I don't know how much you guys saw of, of him. Tyler won? But yes! Oh. Yes! Yes, 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 yes. Right. Tyler one got the tell, the big uh, banhammer. Can I tell you that all the stream vods that people link on YouTube of like Tyler one versus Freak, mm-hmm. Tyler one versus I'm a cutie pie. I don't know how I get this lucky, but I get to watch these streams from their perspective. Like I have to watch Freak stream of Tyler one. I got to watch that I'm a cutie pie game where Andy Bot just kept killing Tyler one. Oh, that was awesome. And watching Tyler one just chap just like type the most wonderful delicious saltiest things i've ever seen in a chat oh his band was delicious he's just and and listen the community is to blame for guys like this because you have a guy just you know kind of scumbagging it up in the you know uh in games just just being you know as as dick as he can be i guess is the best way and and 25,000 people are watching him. That's insane. I mean, the dude was the Jerry Springer of Twitch. Like, that's that's basically what it was. Jerry Springer the- was the mayor of Cincinnati, man. <laughs> <laughs> Before he told people that they were actually dating a man. You know, I mean, like, it's a little bit different. So, I mean, like, by the way, I just, one of my friends linked me a reaction video. <laughs> it was Jerry Springer, so I have to bring it up. <laughs> but on this show, like, this guy goes on. And he's like, yeah, I think I'm going to meet this girl I met on MySpace. It's going to be really cool. Yeah, she's a hot redhead, blah, 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 blah. Describes her. He's like, yeah, I think I'm in love with her. I want to date her. I want her to be my girlfriend. 
And they're like, all right, that's awesome. Congratulations. He's like holding flowers. Aww. You're like wearing oh, doctors. No. He's got that and he's tall like, man some flowers. Yeah, he's ready to go. And then this clearly a dude kind of walks on the stage and it's like, yeah, Jerry, I'm a man. Uh, I got to tell him today I'm a man. I catfished the fuck out of him. Oh, this is before and, catfish I mean, was a thing. I was like, yeah, this is pre-catfish era. And so the dude walks out and he's like, Hey, I just, you know, he doesn't see it because he's seen pictures of her before or, or I don't know what the pronoun would be there, but regardless, he's seen pictures and he's like, yeah, okay, whatever. He's like, Hey, I just want you to know, we've talked for a long time and I want you to be my girlfriend. And, uh, the guy's like, I'm a man. Like immediately just deadpan. I'm a man. And then the guy looks at it and he, he just looks confused and he looks hurt. Like and the then, man? Yeah, like you're a guy. Goes, yeah, you're the man. Yeah. like I'm the he's bomb. Kinda, you're the man. Yeah, yeah. He just kind of goes, uh, "Fuck it, I'll do anything once." See? And then they just start making out. <laughs> That's and true like, love. Best reaction clip ever. Like, all right, well done, okay. well played. That's true. But anyway, love. so Tyler won. I don't know how that. I love it. I love it. That's I, what. That's what we just did. I love where so, you're at. <laughs> Tyler won. Uh, I was watching some stuff on this guy, and I'm like, I. I honest to God just hate what he's doing to the community because it's like it's glorifying behavior that we should all just cut out of our own gameplay to get better on a base level. Sure. Because like pissing off your team actually causes you to lose. So like why no, are we doing really? that? Yeah, go figure. I, like whenever I, you throw salt, shit, I, I read that in the pregame. I read that in the pregame tips. It's a very helpful yeah. tip. Yeah, don't be a dickhead, yeah. comma riot, twenty fourteen. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So like, you know, I feel I, like you're. I feel like you're just making shit up right now. Yeah, so. no, it's that's that's stats. Man. It's actually it's like an Abraham Lincoln quote. Yeah, it's in the Bible. Uh-huh. Yeah, <laughs> totally shit. Use Wait, the Abraham Lincoln's in the Bible. He is. Yeah. The Harry Dumbledore. Uh, Third Testament. The thing anyway, that, uh, I'm that, learning so much today about U.S. history. Yeah, write yeah, all this down. It's really it's, it's, it's going to be a test later. Okay, we have, we, we're going to have this audio recorded. Just keep that pocket yeah. needed. And, and it also, Belgium is is in the Bible, and that's why you couldn't find it on a map. That's exactly mm-hmm. right. Thank you. Because like us, now it's out, new Belgium. Like us, you <laughs> were looking, you were looking in Germany, and it's <laughs> yeah, not in Germany. It's like there. a it's, jerk. Yeah. Like so like. I don't want but, to okay, so Tyler one. Just to, just to finish my thought real quick, and then I'll let you have at. Because like, I took more shit on like Tyler one on Twitter because I was like, yeah, I think it's a good ban. I know that they haven't chosen to ban other people who are like at or near this guy's level, right? But I mean, realistically, the way I kind of look at it, the wise Papa Smurf scale of whether you should be indefinitely banned is like, would I rather? play a game of solo queue with you or have like a hot coffee enema. <laughs> and if, if I lean to hot coffee enema, then I'm probably hoping you get. If, if you're weighing your options going, yeah, like, eh, this is going to be bad, but I think I may be able to, you know, but for how long down I mean, and bite yeah, a stick, yeah, yeah, yeah. but I, it's going to be hard to get that LP back. I don't know, man. And you know, there you go. That's so, kind of my scale. It's a fair scale. So my only issue, and uh, this it's I I know this is gonna sound like the Reddit hive mind a bit, but there's some there's some there's some credence to it is that 
you see all these Reddit posts all the time about like, here's proof that this guy just sits and flames games and like he gets into he, he gets to his promos and then he does everything he can to like get back into plat or like get back into silver or get back into bronze or something like like you'll see these Reddit threats once in a while of like here's proof that this guy's a dedicated troll. Nothing ever happens to them. But then like you got one guy who like trolls freak, like Medios and Doublelift talk about all of the re- all of the league all the top league streamers are talking shit about him and he gets banned. Oh it's... well, I listen, his 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 uh, uh um like visibility definitely was the worst thing for him. Being yeah, a like, gi- being a fight. gigantic troll in front of 25,000 people on the reg doing it to Riot employees, doing it to professional no, no, players. No no no, 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 I'm not saying he doesn't deserve no, I know what you're saying. Get Why are other people not getting banned? I think is what it's you're like, yeah, it's just like, it's just like, like I said, there are times where like these posts about this person's a dedicated pro, yeah, uh, troll gets to like number one on the subreddit, upvoted like five thousand times, you know, ninety seven percent upvoted, four k comments, and no writer pops in and goes, huh, maybe we should look into this guy. Like even if it was just like somebody from like from player support that was like, huh. This is interesting. This guy slipped through the tribunal. Let's go look into this guy's tribunal. player's logs. Like you just, just like nothing, nothing. And it's like I understand that like Tyler won. Yes, the visibility, the streamer aspect, but it's like it definitely leaves a bad taste in a fan's mouth when like you see these type of things all the time and nothing happens. Oh yeah. But just because this guy's a streamer, like permanent. Well, I mean, I think like you gotta look only- at it like. Like they're this. never gonna find all of his accounts, so like he's not actually permaban. No, he just can't. No, I mean, he, he just can't stream. stream anymore. That's basically they just. And the thing is, what hurts is that takes the stream revenue. I mean, he was making. Oh, he's a- streaming Overwatch now. Oh, great. Good. I'm glad he's able to transition into another career. Fabulous. Fantastic. <laughs> but, uh, but oh no, man, I that mean, game we were all looking forward to playing yeah. after this podcast. Maybe we can get Tyler one, guys. Maybe. Yeah, no, so, so I mean, my thought on it is like. I don't know who everybody is that's standing with a sign at the funeral of a soldier, but I know who Fred Phelps is. <laughs> you know what I mean? And, yeah, okay, they're going to ban Fred Phelps. Poignant. But, like, the anonymous sign holder is just as bad from a what is he doing and is it wrong standpoint. But, like, the notoriety level. The problem, like, though, here's the, here's the problem. And, and this is what this will always happen, though, with guys like this is that. With a guy like Tyler One, you're going to ban him, and yeah, you know what? Maybe you'll never really hear from him again, and his 15 minutes of fame is 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 going to go to ruin another community somewhere. But you're going to have his stupid jackass copycats now for the next few months. Who are going to sure. think that they can also get Twitch famous by just being a dedicated high exactly. elo troll? And it's, I wish and, it was that easy. And yeah, right. You know, and I, and that's the thing is 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 we've been making a podcast doing this for nearly two years, yeah. and nobody's even batted an eye. Yeah. It was like, Apparently, come on. Yeah, and, and listen, I'm not nice. You know, you'd think that that would have gotten me something, you know? <laughs> I, you'd think I could have made a career out of this. I'm mean. I make fun of people. I've been called the, the fat, angry one. You are the fat, angry one. <laughs> Wait, you've been called the fat, angry one? I yeah. was called the fat, angry one on our podcast. I'm the bearded hobo. You're the bearded hobo. Wait, 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 Captain Hooks. You're fat? Apparently. Did you Holy have a guest on that was I? like, I well, think, to be fair, now. in that episode, he was sitting way back and kind of doing a lot of this. I don't, I do, I don't, I don't ever do that. You get all worked up and you hold all your tension in your shoulders. And you get all like, 
You get all like this. But yeah, I was called the fat angry one. Which listen, I wear the I'll wear the angry one. I will wear that with pride, damn it, with pride. But the fat part kinda hurt a little <laughs> bit. Stings. That one yeah. anonymously called fat on the internet kinda hurt a little bit. I did straight up look like a hobo in that episode. Though. If you as long as you say it with affection, then I will <laughs> gladly I will allow it. Listen, I'm not walking around saying I'm wait I'm a waif model here. Right? I would Listen, say, like, eat curves. a Snickers and it'll put you in a better mood, but that may not help the weight problem. <laughs> we don't know. Yeah, right. the, the, Snickers, the Snickers is not going to do me any favors, but thank you. So I feel better and I feel worse. came on this episode to roast hooks. Right? I don't well, think we're what, here to celebrate the year more so than roast hooks. That's what, that's what I need, a good roasting. I think it is. Yeah, oh, really Ryan stops down a peg. all of the roasting bullets, so in further segments, I'm going to have to 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 turn more to your direction. That's fine, by all means. Listen, I have a thick skin. I don't. Uh, <laughs> uh, go, yeah, if if someone wants to turn turn, but here's but here's the thing. Here's the thing about being roasted. Um, I have a razor sharp wit, and my timing is dead on. So oh. that being said, for those, I'm the guy who, if I was sitting on the throne and the roasting was happening, I'd snap right back at you, and, and then that would the crowd would be like, Ooh! or not. Also, yeah. he talks louder than anybody else in the room. So I'm, Itali- I'm Italian. I'm yeah. Italian. I have an excuse. So it comes. Okay. With, it comes with the territory. Alright, so Tyler One, are we done with this with this jackrabbit? Oh I'm done with this guy. <laughs> well so done. Don't didn't you prepare a piece? I, I would us? like to I would like to I would yeah. like to actually record that on a separate thing. Because okay. we're gonna, we're gonna add another thing. I, I have written a eulogy for Tyler One. I've written a eulogy Ooh. for him. I, gotcha. I can't wait to listen to this. So it's, it's gonna be pointed and, and delicious. Later in the episode we'll have a few words. From Cats and Hooks regarding Tyler Reg- One. Regarding Tyler One, I'll put yeah. my, you know, I'll, I'll put my my habit. Oh, no, that's the, that's the nun thing. I'm not going to put that on. Yeah, don't put it. Well, you can put a habit on. <laughs> I guess whatever. I'll put a habit but on. But if you do, it would actually probably get you in the right frame of mind. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe I'll dress up like a nun. <laughs> well, no, Just... it was like um, in that. Uh, what was that? Uh, oh my God, super famous movie, Bull Durham. Oh, he makes the kid wear panties so he doesn't forget what he's, you know, that's he true. doesn't focus too hard on throwing the baseball. That's true. That may be good for your eulogy. <laughs> you know, getting, getting, I don't like, really get into. I don't character. know if that's how that works. Really get into character. I'm pretty sure wearing panties makes you an excellent podcaster. I think that's just the way yeah. the mechanics are. That's been my. That's naturally <laughs> the problem. I see where I, I see where I have. Yeah, gone we haven't been wearing panties this whole time. We haven't. Yeah, I got three pairs on right now. <laughs> next time on Tower Dive. Wearing, next level. Next time on Tower Dive, wearing panties. That's the name of the episode. <laughs> the entire episode is about how uncomfortable you are. You see like, shifting on in the seat. What's going on here, man? I've had like a three-hour wedgie. <laughs> My balls are split in half right now. <laughs> this is the worst. Wow, a wedgie? Yeah, but I mean in the front. So it's like a Melvin. Well, it's not like the string one. Was yeah. that a bad call? <laughs> Why are you wearing a thong? I don't know. It looked good. It was my collar. I don't know. I didn't, I didn't want to have lines. I fancy myself. <laughs> I didn't want to have panty lines. Yeah, I wanted panty lines. I was wondering why everyone was giving me looks when I dropped my keys. <laughs> Next topic. <laughs> Whale tail. Um, okay, where do we want to go? Oh, um, well, I, actually, this is kind of a big deal. I guess MSI is actually. Yeah, I hear that's happening, happening soon. MSI is, MSI is upon us. Oh man, something that's in my wheelhouse. Yeah, this is. I'm gonna say this is your. This is this is this is right here in your bag. So so MSI is happening, and we've we here at Tower Dive has always have always kind of had 
a kind of a love hate relationship with these. Um, I don't know if we call them show matches, but you know, with these little specials that they do because I feel like they put too much emphasis on the LCS. And I know turtle just made a comment about this, that he wishes there were more tournaments, which is kind of funny coming from a guy who played league of legends post when there were actually tournaments. <laughs> but, um, I mean, I wish his TSM went to a bunch of IEMs. Yeah, I guess like, well, as many as like you can possibly go to, but yeah. like that TSM incarnation had gone to a decent number of IEMs. So I can understand where his perspective of like, sure. and I, I wish there were more of that. I, and I know, I mean, Penn, and he feels the same is that we, and we even try broke down like a way that you could do more of it. Did we? Because we did. It okay. was actually very good. I believe you. We did a good job with it. Great. You were, you were very interesting. Oh, great. That's good to know. <laughs> it's just, I, I feel Probably like your best episode. It, by yeah, far your yeah. finest work. It's going on the resume. Right? There it is. Right? In crayon. Um, <laughs> but the, uh, my, it's just, I feel like that there's not enough exposure to international play for EU and NA. And I think that that affects our standings in worlds and why kind of we always show up sort of half cocked and unimpressive. But anyway, MSI is. So where do you want me to, so where do you want me to start on that? Anything you want. want MSI or or your later. No, no, no. You could jump in on MSI. I'm just, I was just kind of giving a, a, this is just my opinion of general stuff. I would really like to hear your opinion on how NA can go to EU full cocked. Okay. So. Let me first start with MSI. Like, I'll, I'll, I'll hit everything that everybody wants to hear. Love it. So, MSI. Um, this year, MSI is less of a show match only because it affects seeding at Worlds. Yeah, they did, they did give it. really, really important. I agree. So, Korea's just going to have very good seeding at Worlds this year. <laughs> they were going to have good seeding at Worlds anyway, so it doesn't matter. Yeah. Um, but, like, jokes aside, we have at SK Telecom that after IEM switched out Bengi for their uh, substitute sort of farm uh, jungler Blank, and Blank played really well at IEM, so SKT was like, you know what? He played really good at IEM. Bengi's sucking monster dick right now. Bengi, you're on the bench. Uh, you'll prob- we'll probably bring you back when the meta looks like it's in your favor again, but right now, Blank. And Blank hit the ground running, played uh, SKT surge in the second half of uh, the LCK, and somehow, uh, Rocks Tigers shit the bed, and SKT won, L- won LCK. Uh, do I think that SKT deserves to be there? Uh, but you know what? They're there. And they have probably the most experience out of any um, uh, Korean side in international tournaments, both between Faker, coaching staff. Uh, so, sure, fine, whatever. Uh, number one team at MSI, SKT. Then everything gets a little tricky. Um, smart Money is on... It depends on who you listen to. Like, Fion just did his power rankings for ESPN, uh, where he puts Splash Wolves at number two. Everyone else and their mother puts G2. Um, it depends on how much you buy into the LMS hype right now, where AHQ and Flash Wolves were playing, like, perfect League of Legends, like, on a macro level, look like a Korean side in the LMS. And LMS has been a rising region uh as each international tournament happens like they looked really good at season four worlds then they looked really good at msi then they were taking games off of everybody 
at season five worlds. So mm-hmm. there's a strong case that, uh, that the LMS is like not this like joke region anymore. It seems like everyone um, writes off the flash wolves until an international tournament. And they're like, Oh, right. They're still pretty good. And they Oops. have a good, and they have a, you look at their roster and they have a good roster. So like Maple's probably going to shit on like 70% of the mids in the tournament. Uh, NL is definitely a weak point, but like, whatever. Carsa is like debatably top three jungler. I was like, saying, Carsa is insane. Um, and then Sword Art is probably like the most underappreciated support in the history of League of Legends. Uh, so, um, I'm gonna put G2 second. Uh, I just think that like raw, like raw power, uh, jungle mid synergy, macro play. They're just slightly above uh, Flash Wolves. Um, then do you we have. Think that's, do you think that's because Ocelot makes everybody's life better? No, no, no. It's the scars. I, I don't know if that's. A, I don't know if that's like. Oh, that's the that's the um, meme of Sky Williams and LS, right? <laughs> yeah, uh, right, right. It was an older reference. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, it's okay. Yeah, yeah. Checks out. Um. So, so Checks to be out. completely to be completely serious, like <laughs> let's let's break down the G two roster real quick before I move on to a different team. Uh, past past uh, G two and Flash Wolves. Um, Kickus. Nobody expected Kickus to be a good top laner because he was such a Gouda uh, jungler. Um, but like that's the best way I've ever heard it described. <laughs> You've never heard of that Leviathan. Too. Levi- no, Leviathan totally... was like you know. Uh, Yule brings out the the fine Gouda. The uh, everybody was like, "Oh, he's the Gouda, the Gouda uh, jungler." You know, has the Goudier, the Twisted Fate, just like all this stuff you shouldn't like. You're never going to expect. I think if you played Shaco once, like, just like everyone's like, "Oh yeah, they're just they just pick Kickus because I guess they needed somebody." Turns out, Kickus is like one but, surprise when you when Nautilus is a top laner. And Nautilus used to be a jungler, and uh, he gets to play Zack top. And Poppy was stupid and does all the things a good jungler does. Poppy was dumb. <laughs> and like people were like, "Oh man, I wonder if he can play top lane." And then he just shits on most of the top laners in EU. You're like, "Wow, surprise! Kick is really good." Turns out, Kick is pretty good at playing tanks. Oh wait, he did really well in the tank jungle meta. Surprise <laughs> to no one, unless you're retarded. Trick, probably like a re- like really good jungler but it's not so much that trick is a great jungler it's what trick brings to the top and the mid lane and then you've got then you've got perks who like shit talks like dardock but you don't actually win series so mm, yeah it was feels so good shots fired but like let's be real like perks like shit talks all day and then goomba stomps people (laughs) so like deserved right and then you've got emperor not like very good in the laning phase, but like I'll pick him for team fights, dude. dude uh, he won dude, me all dude of gets my kills. fantasy drafts. <laughs> dude won gets me kills. All my fantasy and then hybrid's pretty good too. Hey, so, hybrid. Like... Hybrid was what kept me from almost. He kept me in in our fantasy league. I almost won pretty much because of hybrid. Perks was the only yeah, like... reason that I didn't get last place. Yes, hybrid's just like a, he's. I don't want to call him serviceable because I think that's underselling him, but he's serviceable. In my opinion, I like, think he's. Not... Very, I think he's very underrated. Actually, I, okay, really I just think. I, I think, think he's the a whole very team. They have is, good synergy. Like, yeah, it, it's wicked because like you. They're very good at skirmishing. The challenger scene, 
and everybody had fairly low expectations because they didn't blow away the challenger scene, as I recall. No, they were. Good. I mean, you're the expert. You tell me if I'm wrong, but they were like a good challenger team. I mean, but and in then, the same sense, um, there are other. I mean, what I'm saying is there were no Cloud Nine, I guess. Yeah, you know, like Cloud yeah, Nine. So, so part of the problems with a like part of the problems of people expecting another Cloud Nine or Orihen scenario is you have to look at them contextually in their time. Uh, Cloud9 was the only team that practiced pick-ban, uh, memorized pick-ban, uh, was prepared for it at every game, and so that helped them. Like, that level of preparation was, like, much more than any Challenger team was putting forward at the time. Uh, and so that's why they... And not only any Challenger team, any OCS team. Like, if you ask any pro from Season 3 why Cloud9 just, like, ran through the LCS, it's because they, like... Like, we tried to remember our pick ban, and Lemon had a notebook. I was going to say, because Lemon, Lemon's notebook. And then that's where the Lemon notebook meme came from, because a lot of players said in the pre- and post-game interviews, we, like, especially in season, start of Season 4, like, when, like, the LCS broadcast would be like, so why do you think Cloud9 was so dominant? And literally every team was like, we tried to remember our pick ban off the top of our heads, and Lemonation had it all written down. That's why we... And then if you noticed, everybody had a notebook season four. Like, every team had some type of piece of paper or something. And then, you know, coaching got introduced in season five. So that's Cloud9. Orihen is, let's see, uh, former pro, former pro, former pro. Oh, wait, those first three former pros all went to Worlds. Yeah, and then, like, the kid from Rookie of the Year. And then played in Challenger. Like, come on. So, like... So, like, I hate the fucking, like, oh, they're, they're not a Cloud9 and they weren't a fucking Orihen. Of course they weren't a fucking Orihen or a Cloud9. Like, contextually, that's just never going to happen again. Uh, the only time that would have ever happened again uh, would be, like, something like LMQ or the Samsung Red team that was supposed to happen in EU where it was supposed to be, like, Ryu, Mad Life. Um, oh, I remember that. I remember there was supposed that. to be, like, this really sick Samsung team of, like, people who just, like wanted to move off of their rosters. Yeah, like this Korean then, mega team. Yeah, it was, they basically went to pull an L- LMQ. Like, Korea saw what LMQ did, and they were like, holy shit, we could just do that in EU. We can and then, in league. <laughs> and, then, and then Riot goes, oh, fuck no, no more LMQs. You have to have two regional players. Which is this fucking lamest bullshit anyway. Like, I know I, why. They, I get I, the fear. I know I why it. they do it, yeah, because they're afraid that oh, they, they're going to import all these people to all these other countries, and it's well, Korea versus Korea versus Korea. It would, though. Yeah, I agree, and you want to know what? If Then then that would force the other regions to get better. No, that's, better that's what people said about StarCraft, yeah, and then have... everyone stopped yeah, but watching StarCraft. StarCraft. But, but, but in StarCraft, you have 100 teams playing. It's still only 100 people. So it's still all one, still one, Koreans. One, but I'm just saying. You know, they have more than 100 Koreans Whoa. in the country, right? Yeah, so... It's a pretty big country for nope. people. So, moving past G2, uh, would you guys like me to talk about CLG or Renegade? Or Royal Never Give Up? Renegades. Oh. <laughs> Renegades. Uh, <laughs> Renegades. Surprise! I think we know enough about CLG. Let's go. Let's do Royal. <laughs> yeah, sure. Royal. So, so, Royal... Um, so, unfortunately... Just one second. EDG... This, is, this is fascinating, having someone that actually knows their shit. On this podcast, oh, this is this is amazing. No, uh, this has never podcast. happened before. I just yet. wanted to jump in and compliment you on your analysis. It's been it's been great. Yeah, you're oh, really good. So, yeah. so here's the trick. Um, I'm <laughs> write everything I down in a notebook. 
no, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but no, no. In all seriousness, I watch enough VODs so that I can ask informed questions to my like guests, and then we I up, listen we to my guests. I then listen to my guests, and then I just absorb everything they say. Mm. Like I just had crumbs frustrated and obscurica on a podcast. I think my brain just swelled a couple. A little bit. It'll all go away in the morning, and I'll be dumb as as nails again. <laughs> but right now, I'm like a fucking rain man. Great. Um, so and so RNG. Uh, we'll never give up. Unfortunately, we're not gonna see EDG at this MSI. Uh, as Frustrating put it, um, we'll never give up. Played sort of like a nine to EDG seven. So in a similar sense of like how a lot of people feel about Korea, that the best team. Didn't, isn't actually going to MSI, and you know people say that a lot about NA too. Uh, the truth can also be said for uh, for Royal, and it's also partially true for uh, LMS. A lot of people thought AHQ would be the team to be going, and then AHQ kind of shit the bed against Flash Wolf. So we're getting a bunch of teams that like their respective regions are like, hey, we kind of wish this other team was going. Um, but at the same time, Royal didn't really play very well uh, at I, at their IM performance. But uh, for those of you who don't know, uh, Royal is a team of three rookies and two Korean, like two former, well, not former, but like former LCK, like uh, finalists. Like it's Looper and... Mata. Mata and then three rookies. Mm-hmm. And those three lookies, like rookies. MLXG... MLXG, for those of you who don't know, replaced Insect. Now, all of you know who Insect is. So the fact that Insect got replaced by a rookie probably should tell you something. <laughs> right? Like, and then you've got Jauhu, who's just, like, a demon. Like, just... Ugh. Like, very... Like, a scary... I've, a had scary... My, I've had my game referred to as that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then you've got the bot lane. It's a Chinese bot lane. It's always going to be very strong. Um, decision making not their strong shoot. Uh, the the strong hope uh, that both Fraskerin said and that sort of I echo is that I hope that China plays Chinese League of Legends and doesn't try to mimic another region. Uh, it's very well documented, uh, and this is less about the sandbagging meme and more about just like the truth of the matter that a lot of the Chinese teams got tired of losing to Korea at Worlds, and so they thought maybe at Worlds they'll try to play a more China, a more Korean style of League mm-hmm. of Legends you know, try to play this very strong macro game. And that's never been China's strong suit. Uh, China's known for going, huh, this is a 50-50 team fight. We're going to fight you. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's not something other regions do. Other regions are like, we're not going to team fight right now because it's 60-40. Yeah, we China, don't want to team China's, fight you. Yeah, China's so, always been brute force. Well, it's not so much brute force is that they have a lot of faith in their mechanics and their ability to work as a team and skirmishes. So... What you'll have, especially in Korea, like if you've ever watched Korean League of Legends, nothing happens for the first 20 minutes. That's where you get the famous like tweets about like Monty and Doa's casting because they have to like fill the air of this perfect macro game that's happening for 20 minutes where no one's dying unless somebody made a rotational error and it's boring as fuck. Now, that's because nobody wants to lose an advantage. Like that's just a standard thing in League of Legends. And so nobody will take a fight unless it's like 90-10. In China. Okay, but, but real quick, the China thing, it seems to me like China is really, like, as you said, they're really good at mechanical execution. They're really good at picking their skirmishes. But then they go to Worlds and they try to do something completely different. Well, that's to what me, that's like, five. 
Well, yeah, but I'm saying to me that's like I'm really good at kung fu, so I'm gonna fight this guy who's really good at jujitsu with jujitsu. And that that was the problem. Never tried it before, but hey, can't be as hard as kung fu, right? (laughs) Then I get my ass kicked. Okay, but like, let's look at this. Let's look at this from us from like a traditional sports mindset. Yeah, like when when Rocky mindset. decided to box right-handed, it's just like that. You gotta yeah, tie up your left hand. Funny, funny thing about that. That actually happened in real life. See, real sports. I got. Uh, I know Roy, real sports. Roy, you guys. Roy Jones Jr. was fighting um, a, a lefty, and he switched southpaw midway through the fight, and knocked the guy out. That's neither here nor there. Please go on. Uh, so <laughs> my, here's the my thing. My favorite um, was when Little Mac didn't use his star punch to beat King Hippo. You can't. You have to use your star punch to beat King Hippo. Everybody knows that. Maybe it opens mouth real big. <laughs> belly punch. Belly punch. Belly punch. That's it. Game on. Anyway, go ahead. So the issue is, is wait that, one more thing. I'm sorry. Yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> um, when you lose a lot, when you watch your region consistently become a finalist and lose to stronger macro play, what do you think the lesson you learn is? You right? have, you've become America. Oh, I mean, uh, <laughs> you, I should you, go to you, NA. You, you want to try to learn what it is that you that made you lose. Um, it happens when you think about it structurally. Uh, the first time you get really good at tic tac toe is when you learn that you need to take the sender's face. Until then, you lose a lot of tic-tac-toe games. Or you just tie a lot. Uh, that's probably a really terrible analogy. This is why I was going to say, yeah. I don't know if I've ever won I think we've all seen war games. Yes. Yeah, but no, so the thing is, is you that's try to learn, you try to fill in the blanks of your play style. The blank of the Chinese play style has always been macro play. Um, now, I, I think China has learned the reverse lesson now, which is, hmm... Maybe we should just keep playing Chinese League of Legends because at least that gets us to the finals. Yeah, uh, so, that's good advice. So that's so that's the hope. I mean, it worked at MSI as it worked at MSI last year as well. Granted, with a different squad, but uh, I think China's learned their lesson of like, let's try macro play. No, 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 no. This is this is micro it. Let's get those skirmishes. Let's like duke it out with people because they're not going to expect to fight right now, and we are, and. They'll do fine. I think. I think that the. I think that Royal is a pretty strong team. Uh, they definitely can beat CLG. They definitely can take a game potentially off a game off a G two. I don't know about SKT. Uh, they could definitely beat Flash Wolves and our next team to talk about Supermassive. Uh, Supermassive is a team from Turkey. Uh, they're the International Wild Card Cup uh, champions. I'm really sad it's not hard random. Um, I kind of wanted the Chiefs to go, just no. because I wanted no, to no, throw no, a bone no, no, to no, no, OCE. No. I love those nope. guys. So here's my issue. Oh God, here's uh, two different uh, points. Uh oh. Hey Tribal, how you doing, buddy? <laughs> hi, hi, Oceanics uh, fans. We're gonna remember your model cannon talking about how uh, Vegemite or whatever tastes like the the tears of of Oceanic mm-hmm. players. Yeah, yeah we're gonna get to that level right now. Is it now. that salty? It seems Ooh. like a lot. Uh, so here's the problem with uh, with uh, some of the wildcard regions, um, and it's the most true with the Oceanic. Because of where they are, they cannot play on any other server. Mm-hmm. Uh, why is this a problem? Anybody know? Anybody have an idea? Because the average skill of their server is lower than the average skill of other servers? Because uh, they, they play against bad people? Stagnation? Like, fe- fellow fellow Stag- bad people? All of these are correct. Um, part <laughs> yeah. of the- uh, oh, <laughs> Poor grasp of the international meta. Let's throw uh, that on there. 
What about oh, that, what about uh, internet down, data caps and ping issues? Nope, not a problem. Oh, okay. What actually, what actually, about random kangaroo attacks? That one. No. Spiders in the house. So, they have a lot of poisonous spiders. <laughs> also, everything in Australia and the oceanic region is there to kill you. Keyboard so. spiders. If, if anything about cartoons is real, you gotta watch out for Tasmanian devils like going through trees. Those, facts, Those are from facts. Tasmania. Okay, Jesus. Right. Yeah, but there's only like that much water on a map between the two. They could probably like jump that. The dude could go through a fucking tree. You don't think he could swim that? I don't he know. Goes, I don't he's, think... he's gone over the top of water. I don't think that can swim. Yeah. But please, uh, please continue. No. You're on a roll. Uh, no, we're on a roll. Go. Part of part of the issue is that um, when you look at like say Japan, right? The Japanese, the uh, the Japanese league, uh, they can play on Korea and they can play on China. Mm-hmm. And they have uh, way fewer Tasmanian Devils. They can scrim uh, and spiders. LM, they can even scrim LMS teams. Turkish team. They can play on EU West and scrim, you know, mid to bottom tier EU LCS teams. Same thing for the Russian side. Uh, same Brazil can play if they want to. One of the Brazils is actually a re- decent. It's in. Team. It's in Flo- one of the, the the one the Latin American server is in in in. Florida. Florida. Yeah, but the, the problem with Latin America, North and South, is that uh, the region just got split. Uh, very similar to GPL and LMS. So, uh, right now they're in a restructuring moment of, like, talent's been split. Uh, but the the whole point, because uh, Brazil is not part of L- uh, Latin America North or Latin America South, they have their own server, Yeah. Um, is that all of these other regions can scrim the top tier regions. Mm-hmm. And then you have Oceanic. That can't do any of that. Uh, for example, most of the Oceanic pros have to play on their Platinum Smurf accounts because their queue times are too long in Challenger. Oh, Jesus. And basically, the only thing that will happen is seeing uh, dynamic queue scrims effectively. Like, if they, were to, if they were to queue up, they'd just be playing against each other. Like, it would just be inbred because they would just only be playing against other Oceanic pros and a few other players. So they have to play plat. Now, as we all know, if we've ever played a sport, playing against people that are worse than you consistently doesn't make you better. It makes you anyone? feel feel good about yourself. No, no that's on oh. every challenger uh, Oh, Captain Hooks, how does it? What happens when you only play against people worse than you? You get bored you up, and you don't feel great. I was gonna Wait. say you end up fucking your cousin. I guess you just get you get bored. It's, when you yeah, have an inbred cesspool down there bo- that just keeps circling. It's, bo- it's boring. It does not challenge you, and you don't improve. There we go. So that's my spiel about Oceanic. Is that the like some of these Oceanic players are just as mechanically good as say like a mid tier LCS teams players are. It's the fact that like as a region, they're they're very geographically uh, geographically region locked, and so it caps their ability to play well. Uh, which is why they need, which is why like the international wildcard tournament is so good for them because it gives them the ability to play against other regions and grow. Um, anyway, going to Supermassive, Dumble Doge is probably one of my favorite players at MSI. Dumble Doge uh, plays Elise support. He still plays Tom Kench. He plays Poppy support. Um, this team has been together, if I remember from what Frost told me, like three years. Wow. Yeah, they're pretty. They've been together for a pretty long time. It's forever um, in League of Legends time. Mm-hmm. Uh, for example, during the international wildcard tournament, there is a play where Double Doge uh, goes in on Poppy support, 
and you're just like, what the fuck is this guy doing? But you're also watching the rest of his team just like instantaneously follow him up and they win a team fight. That's how you do it, man. Um, and so there's this thing where you've got the X Factor from Double Doge, the rest of the players are all decent, and then on top of that, they play a very uh, objective-focused game, which is not something you would expect from a wildcard region. Um, this doesn't mean that they're going to do better than six, but it, it does also mean that they have the potential that if a team doesn't take them very seriously, uh, that like, uh, like any good team, they know how to snowball a lead. And they can very easily kaboom someone. <laughs> I like that that's Ka- a thing now. Kaboom! <gasps> now, to answer Captain Hook's earlier question about how does NA and EU, how does uh, specifically NA do better at events? Bringing more uh, Koreans. So, more Koreans. Mm, that's actually <laughs> probably the yes. way they do worse. Yeah, I'm um, like a box labeled bananas so you don't have to <laughs> register it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So part of the problem with NA comes from from our solo queue culture, where a lot of people just solo queue for fun. Uh, they're not focused on improvement. If you, doesn't you know, feel, it doesn't feel fun. Depends <laughs> on the game. If you spam an OP champion, you're just considered a tryhard and a one trick. Um, if you duo with your teammates, you know why can't you just solo against people? Uh, we we don't value uh, we don't value our solo queue experience. Um, whereas conversely, as in China and Korea, like they want to be the best, uh, they take solo queue very seriously. Yes, they still have trolls. Yes, they still goof off sometimes. But overall, they do want to win. Um, and this is to say that you know not every NA pro wants to win. But have you seen some of the people in the challenger tier? Oh, yeah. They just don't oh, give a shit. And the thing is, you have to also take into account the fact that in North like, America, in North America, you know, we get that stream money, yo. You know, we we make that crazy stream money. And in, so your stream has to be entertaining, not... Well, yeah, but I'm saying professional, on a, as a professional player, you know, the money that you make as an LCS pro is like nothing compared to what you're making if you're a, a popular streamer. You make so much more. And in Korea... And or, or in these other smaller regions stuff that get less exposure and even specifically Korea, you don't make that kind of money. So that's international to- entirely it- true. China pays. Uh- well, I, I was gonna say China is the China treats their League of Legends players like rock stars, though. That's the say it's a completely, but it, it's it, it's just like these some of these other regions. That's how they players make money is by winning tournaments. In America, their winning is so low on the, you know, in order to sustain this as a career, you know, right. winning yeah, worlds that's... is just winning worlds is just a feather in your cap. As long as you can keep your your stream numbers high, he's like, I'll always have a job. Oh so... uh, no, see, I don't, I don't agree with that because I feel like as a pro, like you're always after the Super Bowl. I like, like, the... why I... are you doing it? You know I what like... I mean? Uh, like, I, 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 I would like to agree with you until you look at Dignitas. I like to think. I, I, I <laughs> no, wish. No, 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 no. I agree. This, isn't, this isn't the shit on Dignitas. I, like, I like Rasplasm, who was their coach to split. Inner Flame's a really cool guy. Uh, Odie's all right. But if you look at that team, they they definitely, if you look at that organization, they were like, well, we have a league team. It's going to make us a shit ton of money because we have an NA league team. Yeah. Uh, there's a reason not to have EU league teams, and it's because getting sponsorship, uh, you don't have 
a lot of sponsorship is regional based. That's why if you look at a lot of the team sponsors, they're like comp- they're like companies based in their country. Yeah. Um, whereas like NA, you just Monster, Razor, Astro, DraftKings, whatever. Like fucking every- the world is your oyster. Um, but so. It, it, I, I'm not saying that like Doublelift doesn't want to win worlds, but I think Doublelift also wants to stream and make money. Uh, I don't think Sneaky doesn't want to win worlds, but I think if you ask Sneaky, if, like, would he rather be playing like scrimming and practicing more or like streaming and talking about his butthole, talking about yeah. his butthole, he'd probably want to do that. And I'm not saying that to Sneaky, maybe his stream is his way of practicing. Yeah, it it, no, it can it can be both, but it's it's not. It's, it's not the this, quality like, of practice I'm, you would yeah, want. I like to think that American players want to win and their desire to win is strong. But what I'm saying is, is, is I think a lot of them also kind of take a realistic approach to things where they're like, as a region, we don't care about winning to the point where we're going to put that kind of time in that the Koreans are almost forced to put into their game. Yeah, well, so, I would say it's like we don't have the like ash ketchum mentality no of, we want to be the very best no. you know like so and but that, i think but that's only that, half of it right like but the, i mean but isn't it okay to like go to the gym all day and play like hardcore basketball and scrim and and you know run your dick off all day and then like go home and like fuck around with your friends and try to make a hook shot yeah i mean pro- isn't that kind of okay at that's some what's point? supposed to happen uh, the but problem is the first part Have you doesn't heard of happen. the NA? Do you know anything about NA scrim culture? It's bad. Well, yeah, it's bad. I mean, everybody's like, well, we lost, done. Yeah, and then, yeah. Uh, NA scrim culture, like, they'll be a bad level one, and they'll want to restart the scrim. Right. Um, or they'll show up a half hour late. No, 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 wait, I wasn't ready. I wasn't ready. Start over, start over. Or they'll um, pick shit <laughs> that they think is not at all or maybe could kind of be viable. Lucian Top. Oh, well, that's normal. No, 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 no. Actually, so I know, I know for a fact uh, that Lucian Top was winning them like 75% of their scrims. Well, yeah, I mean, that's what they reported. Well, because like, yeah, also, the other team probably yeah, wasn't taking it seriously. Fuck is this? Yeah. <laughs> the, the issue that I've always had with North American scrim culture is that their practice house and their living house are the same place, right? They're practicing and they're jerking off in the same chair. Oh, uh, that's true for every. Yeah, so if you're going to try and treat this like a job, there needs to be an office space. You need to leave the house. That's, you have to go to uh, your work. Nine and Team Liquid and I was going to say, I was gonna say Liquid have, say, yeah. Do they actually have, like, off locations? They go somewhere? Yes. I know. Cloud9 okay. has, has an office, and so does Team Liquid. Well, CLG then go does. team. Yeah. Uh, and that, so but I agree. That and I mean, have to Ryan's point, they've been successful with that model. Yeah. See? I know what I'm talking about. Did you just um, make that up? But that's not the only point that I was going to bring up. Uh, The second point, uh, this is just a personal feeling, is that in other regions, uh, they have a farm system set up. Uh, Like, the EDG org is actually, like, 30 players deep. Wow. Between between their A roster, their B roster, and their challenger roster, and then players that they want to, like, farm up. Um, For example, Scout and Blink on... Uh, SKT started off as farm players. Like, they were just brought into the house to get better. Um, Do they the draw a salary for, while they're... This, I have no idea, but... Oh. So, Huni yeah. and Rainover They're required also... to uh, subsistence farm. Um, they actually farm so, while they farm. They had to grow Huni crops and Rainover were also supposed to do that, by the way. Uh, Huni and Rainover had also tried out to be part of the SKT 
sort of growth. Yeah, I remember. Read, I remember reading about that. Um, Ed, like I said, Royal Never Gives Up has uh, two teams: uh, Royal uh, RNG A and RNG B, and I think they also have a challenger side. Uh, it's very common in the Asian regions to basically have not necessarily a ten man roster as people think of it, but have these like you're not you're not our only AD carry. We've got five other guys training their butt off every day for the day we decide to put you on the bench. Right, and that's like, and that's what I was saying is that you know essentially in 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 Korea you know you're always playing for your job. You're never safe. Perfect example is like you were saying earlier when you were talking about SKT is they've benched Bengi because of poor play. This is a guy who's a two-time world champion. In America, this guy would have a job every single day on every single team, whoever he wanted to play for, trading off of the fact that he's a world champion. Be like, he's got to be good. He's a world champion. You know, it was like 26 years ago. Who the fuck cares? You know, but, but, that's, but that's part of the that's part of the issue I have with NA is yeah. that uh, not so much that we import, which is fine. I have nothing against import. Uh, I'm not going to ride that dick of, oh, fuck imports. That's why our talent. <laughs> oh, I, I, I think we should import more. Um. But because, like, let's look at how much better the region got after LMQ's first split. I that's what, exactly what I said. That's exactly what I said. It challenged the other teams to improve their game. Sure, um, I think it's fine in small doses. I think you you have the uh, the unfiltered, unlocked region like we did in StarCraft Two, and then you have uh, four Korean teams in every Sabato Worlds. But yeah, I don't that's that's that a whole other. I just uh, it just got boring. It just got dull for me. It's not a problem, but I have no hero. There's no Rocky. Yeah, it's all like Russian you, guys. You lose the nationalism. Like, wait, who's our American Russian? Do in America? First no, of like, all, in America, sense. the only American mid laner was Shifter. <laughs> first of all, uh, it's actually Pole Belter right now. No, now it is. Yeah. yeah, it's now yeah. Uh, but so first of all, isn't he Canadian? For those of us, for those Still of us North who America. forgot. We're not the United States region. We are the North American region. Yeah, I know. I mean, Huck was uh, Canadian. He was the best. Rocky was American. Keith is Canadian. Um, Odd One was Canadian. Same for Maple Street. Like, there are a lot of Canadian pros. That's no, not the point I was making. Uh, the point I'm making is literally the fact that, like, we don't see it as worth our resources to try to do farm. Yeah. Uh, the only org that tried to do it was Liquid. And it actually worked out really well for them. They were like, holy shit, this Dardock kid's insane. Holy shit. Matt's not just some Blitzcrank one trick. Like, hmm, wonder what happens if we put Matt next to to Piglet. Holy shit, look, Piglet's unlocked. Uh, hmm, well, to be fair... Put, let's be... put this Dardock kid in the jungle. Holy be... shit, look, Phoenix doesn't look like a shitter anymore. To be fair, they were replacing uh, I Will Dominate, who couldn't have been any less excited to be playing League professionally, and they replaced Smoothie. But they bought Smoothie for the language. Uh, yeah, I know. And Cause, it, cause it... For those of us who don't know, Piglet refuses to learn English. It's a good attitude. Yeah, um, yeah it's probably a good thing to be on a North American squad. He wants to get paid in North American dollars, but doesn't <laughs> want to learn any, any English. But so, you don't need to read the dollar to spend. I feel like it, there's a Trump joke to be made here. But that's the point. But see, the, it hurts while you guys can while you guys can make a point, like make a joke out of it, the liquid ten man roster did work. It gave yeah. them access oh, to a bunch of players. No, it did absolutely. Where they like they paid for Smoothie, who at the time was a very good uh, support pickup for them. They couldn't pick up Buddy Fufu. He was already on a team. 
Nobody wanted. To, they didn't. They didn't want X special again. Who were they gonna? Liquid doesn't have any import slots, right? I don't think Liquid makes bad calls. I don't think anybody would say that. No, 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 no. But so, but it was risky as shit like, oh, whenever had... they said that. You know, no, no, like no, I. What Hooks was eyebrow, saying, sure. what Hooks was saying, was that, but they had like he replaced Smoothie. Well, I think like when you look at who was available, Smoothie is the number one support. I like, think Bunny Fufu was the is probably the most arguable next best support available to them, other than not knowing that Matt was actually pretty good, and he he was the only support that was a free agent. Cloud Nine picked up the best support during the offseason. I think, though, and, and it, this is more on the line of what you were talking about is is with farming, is we as a region don't value uh, um, growing younger talent. And that's why we're constantly seeing players like X-Special get dropped and come back on a team and get dropped. Yeah, X-Special is a fine support. But I, I, you know, if I'm starting a team and, and there's the only support out there is X-Special or I have to roll the dice on some unknown I'm I'm going to roll the dice on an unknown because I don't want him again because I know what I'm getting out of him. And this is, I mean, listen, you can turn this on around and you can flip my entire argument on my face and say this is exactly what I said about Immortals and I was a wrong asshole on that regard where I said, I know what Wild Turtle is. I know what I'm getting out of Wild Turtle. I know what Poe Belter is. You know, oh, I, man, I'm ready for this conversation. I can switch gears. I'm just saying, no, no, that's, that's fine. But I'm, what I'm saying is, is though as a region – we North America tends to just recycle players instead of really trying to cultivate younger players and bring them in and make them better. We put them on a team. The team does shit. That player didn't stand out. His career is over. Well, but I think we're just figuring out as a region as to bring us back to what Reggie said to start this whole conversation is that teams are just now figuring out that the team is greater than the sum of their parts. So that being said, the miscellaneous X factor that you add up all the parts plus X, the X is bigger. People are figuring that out. And that's how you get the X to grow is through cultivation. And we're not doing that. No. no. And only now is their region just thinking about that kind of stuff. Which People is, have been telling them to do it for the last three yeah, years. Yeah, which is sad that it's like, you know... you. Not a single team owner was like, you know what I need to do? I want to take this. I seen this kid playing. He's 16 years old. You know what? Let's bring him in and and let him learn, you know, do the reckless effect. Let him learn the the game. But so here's the problem. Like, let's let's look at an org that's kind of like that, right? Cloud9. Cloud9 stopped season three, did pretty poorly at Worlds. And then people were like, oh, are they going to replace somebody? And Cloud9 was like, nope. And then they stomped season. They stomped spring split. It was a little rocky at the start, but then they inked their way through. People said, "Oh, you know, that wasn't a very that wasn't a super strong showing. Maybe now is the time to replace someone." They were like, "Nope, we're good." Did the only split they lost was season? Then they lost season uh, summer to a very good last minute play by by uh, Dyrus to sort of wear out Balls' uh, TP flank with. Um, home guards mm-hmm. and people were like oh man now's the time cloud nine's gonna drop somebody and and in actuality that is what happened they did get incarnation but like we we as a we as a region just expect that like the once a team doesn't do this like 
tippy 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 top best that it's time to get rid of someone. Yeah, no, I agree, and that's a that's a, a poor way of yeah, thinking. Yeah, idea. Uh, I mean, I think how young go... the Cloud Nine roster is, it, with the exception of Lemon. Like that entire roster is a bunch of fairly young people. Well, I mean, I think we should go the opposite direction. Each organization should adopt five children and just raise them. Actual oh, raise them up. You guys should like, be careful. It sounds like you're describing franchising. Ooh, <laughs> oh, God. don't so want to do that. So the, you don't want to do that. So the esport fans who don't understand traditional sports don't understand the importance of franchising. Because one of the other reasons that NA has never really been interested in trying to uh, build up their org is that there's the, ever, there's the ever-present fear of relegation. Yeah. Yeah, which I, I we've gone, I, I mean, uh, we've gone ad nauseum about how the setup of the LCS and all of that nonsense, it's just such a bad system when you really look at I think at... you shouldn't be able to get relegated until the end of the year, which is how it works in every sport. Exactly. I don't think that a spring split of 18 games determines... Uh... The rest of your org's future? Yeah. Cause... I don't... I, I don't think that that's very fair. Dignitas that is, um... Aren't they disbanding their LOL team no, no, now? No? So, the rumor is... There's no news. The rumor is, is that Apex... Uh-huh. ...is potentially buying their uh, challenger spot. Their spot or their team? Spot. Spot. Okay. So, then Dignitas would effectively liquidate their team. Uh, and then what will happen is is that there's a chance that while they ha- – and then they'll probably try to buy into the challenger scene. Or they'll take what, – what I've heard is that they'll take the season off. So they won't do anything because they can't buy an LCS spot yet mm-hmm. because of how that rule works. They'll just take off the rest of Season 6 and then Season 7. Uh, they'll uh, buy some low-tier – you know, spot. Right. Whoever, 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 you know, tip is in at the start of season seven. Yeah. So this one, this one bad split kind of ended Dignitas's low team. Right. Is that... I wouldn't go so far as one bad split. I think that team's been very well really managed for quite sure. so many splits. But they've been, they've been that middle been of the medi- road. They've been mediocre forever. That sixth place team for a long time. Yeah. I mean, but I don't think I don't think franchising is I don't think franchising would have saved Dignitas. I think franchising would have hurt it or like Dignitas where they would just excel at mediocrity. Well that's gonna that's gonna happen with franchising. That there's always gonna be teams that are middle of the pack. Right? Not, t- yeah, and not it everyone wants to reach out. I would never call Dignitas a middle of the pack team. Okay, lower middle of the pack. Lower middle She's... class. Okay, lower class. Dignitas <laughs> is on Medicaid at the moment. Bottom, <laughs> bo- bottom of the barrel? Underneath the barrel? Dignitas is on LCS food stamps. Underneath the barrel? Underneath the barrel. I think they're underneath the barrel. Not they, even had, near, they had Kiwi Kid and shit there. Not even near D- the barrel? Dignitas is selling name, their children to buy three. food right now. Okay, I'll, I'll, I'll play, a, let's play a fun game. Okay. Not Shifter and Kiwi Kid. Okay. Name three other people. Name the other three people on Dignitas. Spring, I mean summer, 2015. Uh, Gamsu and uh, who was their ADC? It was um, 
Oh, is that is another it? Korean oh, wait, kid? Core JJ. Core JJ. Who is their uh, jungler? Yeah, it was Core JJ. Uh. It was what was it, was it? It wasn't Crumbs anymore, was it? He was already nope. gone. No, no, Crumbs had left. Um, well, Crumbs started the season and he left. And, and then they... it wasn't Kyrie yet, who was last season. Mm-hmm. Hold on. I can get oh this. God, who cares? Exactly. <laughs> Cruiser the Bruiser. Cruiser no. the Bruiser. He, <laughs> no, he was a human thumb. He was a top laner, wasn't he? Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, yes, he was the yeah. So, so the, the 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 sort of mean point I'm making is that you would like I guarantee you could name everybody who was on TSM last split. Well, last split's easy. Split before uh, last. Bjergsen and Co. Yeah, Bjergsen and Co. <laughs> Bjergsen and the so, Lollers. So the, the point I'm making is that Dignitas is an un, unimpressionable team. Yes. You've got Kiwi Kid, and then you've got Shifter, who's like way past his prime. Mm-hmm. Um, He's like 22 years. Did old. Shifter ever have a prime? Shifter yeah, no, no, no. for a coast? minute. Shifter was filthy for like a minute. Coast? So the coast, the the meme of that coast roster was it was the Shifter Zion Spartan show. Mm. If Shifter and Zion Spartan got a little ahead, I'm not even talking like a two k gold lead. I'm talking like one point five, maybe even point five gold lead. They would just take over games. Man, we need to build now, a team problem... with Shifter and Zion. The problem is, is that the rest of that team was like was buns. bronze five. You had, so, uh, didn't you have Mancloud? Mancloud was on that squad. Nope. No. 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 <laughs> I'm gonna man. look this up for you. This is like, oh, God, how uh, long ago was this? Wait. This is don't mash me. Mash. Yeah. And Bloodwater. See, Mash and Bloodwater were pretty sick, though. What mash and blood water are you remembering? Uh, the ones that got me some decent uh, no, fantasy wait, points. Wait, and bl- blood water week. was on coast. Uh, blood water was on Vulcan. Oh right, the other shitter team. <laughs> yes, the other shitter team. I... XDG. We're gonna change our name so people can chant it. Yeah, that makes sense. Because okay, Vulcan's so hard so... to chant. So the roster was uh, mash. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Shifter. Um, Mash had moments. Nintendude X. Okay. Nintendude, well. I hate, he's he's that guy that everyone on Reddit wants to talk about. Yo, Nintendude, when is he coming back? Never. Who cares? He was bad. <laughs> and their support. Uh, uh, I'm looking at a bunch of support names to see which one. Like, throw it out. Might have been Sheep. I think it was Sheep. sheep. They brought Sheep. Uh, they brought Sheep in later in the in the later seasons. The team you're talking about didn't have Sheep. Give me a couple other names. Uh, Daydreaming. Yeah. Daydreaming. Daydreaming. Yeah, See? I remember now. I, knew it. I was gonna say it's definitely not sheep because sheep, sheep was the last incarnation. Okay, so you're right. It's definitely the shifters I am show. By the way, I wasn't wrong. Bloodwater was a, was on coast at one point. Suck it, both. <laughs> I thought he was like a coach for them though, because I thought after he left Vulcan, when they kicked him off for who the hell knows why, he just was like, check the diddly do. <laughs> Team Coast. Anyways, what were we talking about? Oh, mediocre teams. Less than America. mediocre teams and, and their their effect on franchising. I think so so I'm not saying that, that that makes franchising worse. I'm just saying that like man, do some teams just not become more holy shit, I was wrong. It was a dreaming shifter science Martin, Wish Fusion. I was gonna say Wiz Fusion I thought was their Wish. AD carry too. Ooh man, Wiz Fusion. Let's talk about some LCS caliber players. Didn't he have like one decent split? Game? Oh, 
a couple <laughs> decent. I feel like he had a couple decent games in one split. <laughs> it was right after he changed his name. Apollo. To... Apollo. Right. Yeah, by the Wiz, way, he's, Wiz he actually right? like. I don't know why he ever went with Wiz Fusion with a name like Apollo. And that, that's Price. his real name. That's literally yeah, that's his the con- real that was fucking name. That yeah. was the conversation that was had of when he changed his name. He's like, "I'm changing my name to Apollo because my name is Apollo." Why would you ever call yourself Wiz Fusion? That is the stupidest yeah, worst name ever. Your name that's is like, like was it like, like Apollo Creed too? Like it was like yeah. Apollo Creed. It's like, like, it sounds so awesome. It, like I'm imagining a guy with like. A full suit, like super pinstripe, looks like a pimp, has like daggers in his sleeve. That's Whoa. what I'm imagining. You're, a, you're imagining that's an anime character. <laughs> no, I'm imagining like a guy from the south that's like, you know, maybe looks a that little That doesn't allow maybe. you in their bathrooms? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, <laughs> he seems really sweet, like a Matthew McConaughey kind of guy where you want to hang out with him. Oh, then he throws that. knives out of his sleeve, and you're like, why did you have that there? All I throw is pocket sand. That's how most of yeah, the South no, is, to actually. Get back, to get back to like the point a mix of, of Matthew stuff. McConaughey and Dale Gribble oh, is kind of how I'm imagining. A guy to named get... Apollo? Yeah, Apollo Price. Yeah, Go that's you have to hold. I back think it. to get back to the franchising thing, um, I think franchising will make. I think the correct move to get NA on the right track is franchising. It's going to allow teams to make more aggressive, more risky roster choices. Absolutely. Sure, there are going to be some teams that are going to try to do the plug and play super roster because, let's be honest, it's super appealing to have the super roster that always, always succeeds because it always wins. I mean, it, look Doesn't at Korea. Longzhu and Longzhu uh, did pretty poorly with their Superman 10 roster. And the same, Jin Air was the only team with a 10-man roster. But Jin Air didn't even play 10 people. They played maybe seven. Yeah. And the other three pretty much rode the bench for most of the split. But well, like, I mean, then again, you can also look at Samsung when they won the Worlds. And they had two teams that were totally defunct, changed and swapped a few of the players. And then all of a sudden... Everything clicks, world-class teams. Mm, so, yeah, what happened was is that uh, you used to be, for, for people listening who don't know that far back in League's history, Korea used you to have kids. a bunch of... You used to have a bunch of sister teams. So you would have, like, a Zubu Frost and a Zubu Blaze. You had SKTK and SKTS. Um, you had Samsung White and Samsung Blue. And what happened was Samsung White... The Jin Air Green... The Jin Air Falcons and the Jin Air... Green Wings. Green Wings. Green wings. Arrows and bullets. Arrows and bullets. KT today. arrows, KT bullets. So what ended up happening with the Samsung org is that they had two teams that were both aggressively mediocre, and they made a few player swaps where they, you know, set some guys to blue, set some guys to white, and then bam. You got two of the most like dominant Korean teams in a while. So for for those of you who didn't know what the hell happened in season four, and then Riot said no more sister teams. Yeah, and I was that's on the, where the uh, great Korean exodus happened. Yeah, I was on the uh, KT small throwing rocks. We were <laughs> not really a hype team. Yeah, that's a good one. Where, where, where on Samsung Paisley? Uh, <laughs> Samsung Chartreuse. Yeah, Samsung Plaid. <laughs> Samsung Puce. But yeah, so my short answer is that franchising will probably make NA a stronger region, just not until like season eight. Yeah, if we're lucky, when season eight rolls around, somebody figures out franchising. Maybe we'll have League of Legends 2 by then. 
We'll just it. we'll just be getting the new client. <laughs> I just really, yeah. I just, I think that that's the problem is that NA is too afraid of losing the money that is the LCS. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And so there's no reason to risk that money. So why not just make a team that can stay like Dignitas? Why not just have a team that just stays seventh? Yeah. And the thing, and the, the problem is, is, and and we've said this a million times, is then you you just keep getting the situation of the the challenger cash grab where you have the team that buys its way into the challenger scene, they win, and then they just sell their spot. Apex. <clears throat> exactly. Apex. Oh, by the way, I, I will bet any of you 50 bucks that Apex sells their slot. I'm oh, sure they will. Aren't they, aren't they partial? Like, isn't there coast money in that team? Yeah. 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 It's coast notorious fucking... You might I as love... well put a sold sign on it. Yeah, right? I love the fact that coast was... <laughs> Under contract is, yeah. like, what it says, right? Whenever they, like, held the trophy. I love the fact that coast was, like, taking digs at... Like, when, when they sold their spot, and, and they're like, oh, we were under the impression that all of our players were going to get a chance to... Shut up, first of all, all of your players. You sold that spot the moment you bought that spot. <laughs> you were looking for a buyer when you... You were just looking to flip it like a house. So it's like, oh, we thought that they were all going to be signed. I didn't know they were going to not take any of our all-star suit. I thought Chris was going to the LCS. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. That's unfair. Chris is actually deserves to be in the LCS. Oh, no. I'm not saying he doesn't. But what I'm saying is Chris is forever the gatekeeper into the LCS. When you play, Chris is either going to be on the team that wins and gets sold or be the team you have to beat to get into the LCS and then have your spot sold. Yeah. Chris is they the just LCS keeper. They need to make I a team of, like, Chris, Alex, like Each, and, uh, like, who's Fabby. the ADC? Fabby. 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 No, 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 no. Fabby's a solo queue. I'm talking about um, um, Odd Life's little brother. Shit. Uh, Maple Street. Oh, Maple Street. Thank you. Yeah, Maple Street needs to be on there. I think he's gotten into the LCS Trent's more than therapy. anybody. Trent's he just doesn't stay there. has been on a lot of gatekeeper teams. Maybe we can maybe we can get Prolly to come out of uh, coaching retirement, get him on a team. Can we he get Prolly and Bubba Dub together? Put him yeah. on one team? Yo, I met Bubba Dub at SummerSlam. Great moment. Was his mustache super creepy? The rapiest mustache I've ever <laughs> seen on a human being. I don't think it's super rapey. Oh, listen, it's listen. It's I love creepy. a good, I love a good rapey mustache. It makes <laughs> the cake every time. I, I'll have to tell you, uh, if I if I was inclined to grow a mustache, I'd want a Bubba Dub mustache. No, uh, no, he, you can do better than that. His his mustache I'll always strive like, for more than a Bubba Dub. Mustache. His mustache looks like <laughs> looks like it's one of those ones that you stick on. It's like a like like, like Bubba Dub wakes up in the morning, combs his combs his. It's rapey definitely hair, not Bubba Dub mustache. Puts on his rapey clothes and then it sticks on his rapey mustache and goes coaches. to work in his van. Yeah, I think you should. Who's the guy that was I on uh, the Big Lebowski, the cowboy? <laughs> That was like Bert drinking Reynolds? a sarsaparilla. No. no, no, he was drinking a sarsaparilla on the big Lebowski, and he's like, oh. whatever you mean, dude. Oh, that's And he so... always plays the Western guy. Oh, And yeah. he has a hugely kick-ass mustache. Like Sam. Sam, Sam not Sam Neill. Um... Is it Sam Elliott? No, maybe it is Sam Neill, actually. Maybe, wait. But... Or is that the guy from, from, that's that's from Jurassic Park. You might be right with Elliott. <laughs> <laughs> Sam Elliott, you're right. Okay. That's the mustache are you want to have. Are we done beating that's a That's the mustache you want. Yeah, NA, NA, yeah, we're good. Are we done beating NA to death? That's what we do every show. That's it's the good. best. Do we, have, do we have a topic past this point? Uh, this was actually kind of in it. If you wanted to give us your real quick rankings for MSI, just so that we can kind of put a cap on this conversation. SKT, G2, Flash, uh, SKT, G2, Flash Wolves, and then a toss-up between uh, RNG and CLG. Why really do you put RNG that low, huh? Um... 
I'm on the Flash Wolves hype train. I um, see. Uh, there are people who are not. Uh, I can be sold. So, like, here's the problem. You've got SKT and G2, and then somewhere between uh, RNG, Flash Wolves, and CLG, you will get third You'll get third and fourth. Gotcha. And it's really hard to predict how the other three teams are going to play against each other because, oh, wait, we don't have an international scene. Yeah, exactly. We don't want one. So right? I'm just, what, like, jerking off into us. the air right now about, like, who I think is going to do better. There like, you go. It's, it's, there's, like, no real analysis I can really put into it because... It's all a crapshoot. It's all a crapshoot. Yeah. Like, I thought that Detonation uh, Focus Me, which is uh, the Japanese side, was going to just, like, run through the International Wildcard Tournament. And I remember that the Japan League is actually pretty garbage, and so it's really easy for one team to look super dominant and then play internationally and then just get Raffle Cup. Well, it, that's like a professional bronze scene. Uh, there's got some people, they've got some decent Koreans, they've got some people who are, like, pretty high-tier uh, Korean challenger players from their Japanese players. I think it's because this, the league is literally a season old. Yeah, they're just, they're, they haven't, they haven't found so their So what, their, what their you're legs. saying is, we take the four of us, we get one more guy, we all move to Japan, start a professional league team. And we lose. No, 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 yeah. no, no. No, but we do Come a big, on. like, we, Chin we up do there. Big. The rollster throwing rocks is open. We do we do we do it big like professional <laughs> wrestling. That's what we've always said that what League of Legends needs in the professional yeah. scene is it to be more it to be more like professional wrestling where there's not enough I, there's not enough high drama like interviews where people are calling each other out. Korea. You know, I I yeah. need some, we need more uh, we need more thirty something fathers. Yeah. in the league. I would definitely realize that Korea shit talks each other all the time. Can I be? Fantastic. Can I be Shawn Michaels in this no. WWE? No. no, no, no. I can't be not the Heartbreak close. Kid. No, no, no. Not even close. No. Can you're, I be? You're like uh, gold dust. Aww. <laughs> Come on. Speaking of rape, you Come on. <laughs> That's rough, man. That's way harsh, Ty. But you get to wear a black and gold unitard. Yeah, and my... Yeah, you do. It's fine. Hey, I'm not... I'm not... Uh, <laughs> Polyne- I'm not Polynesian. I like how you went to the other side of that comment. I know where you like, were going. <laughs> there are very few left that I wouldn't mind to be, actually, now that you've knocked out the worst couple. I mean, yeah, Brett right? the Hitman the- Hart. Uh, be the guy who like I was just gonna say you're the Dudley brother that everybody forgets. That oh, Dudley. What about uh, Big Show? <laughs> who gets to be Big Show? You know, Obvious. If, well, as being called the fat one, I would assume <laughs> I'm the Big Show. <laughs> well, that's why I called you Rikishi, fam. Yeah. Oh, I don't want to wear the I don't want to wear the big thing thong. Thing. <laughs> the, the, Fine, the be, you know what? I, uh, it's too much butt well, exposure. Uh, I kind of thought you'd be Andre the Giant uh, because we predicted that you would die early. (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) I'm not Asian at all. But you can butt splat people. (laughs) That is actually a a Captain Hook's move. Yeah, Yeah. I do sit sit on people. I've I've been known to jump on people's chests before. On that note, I think it's time to wrap it up, guys. Sweet. You think so? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I want to thank you both for being on our show, our very special Uh, episode 52. One one year ago today, <clears throat> within a few days, uh, year ish, year ish in our one year ish, uh, one year ago ish today, we did this and it wasn't funny. 
Yeah. And look, and, look, and look, I'm going to say so little has changed. Now it's funny in, ironic, in an ironic <laughs> now, way. Now, no, now I thought I brought... I thought no, I was going to say, now it's funny because we brought other people in. This is, we learned, <laughs> we've learned our lesson. That in a style, you imported Koreans. Exactly. exactly. Yeah. You guys are our Koreans. <laughs> oh, God. We're like the bomb of the barrel Koreans, though. Are, we're like are, picking up you, poor JJ and Helios. Yes. Helios! I was going to say Gamsu. Helios. <laughs> that was him! <laughs> I knew and it. we're back. <laughs> I knew it was uh, it was a Korean. All of my comedy is based around being things full circle. There you go. I appreciate that. But thank you guys again. Um, it was awesome having you on. Obviously, you are you are now you are now part of the the Tower Dive legend lore and family. You are always welcome on our show whenever you want to come on. If you feel the need to swear about things that you didn't get to swear Maybe about, I like, could have a podcast that I can be unprofessional on. On your yes, show, it's Please. the best. Please, it's when we as soon as we had that light go off in our head that hey, wait a minute. We're bad at being professional, so let's just stop. Then that was when the show really kind of got a leg. I'm not going to say legs because that requires running, and it just we're like a like a two-legged dog, but both the legs are on the same side. <laughs> <laughs> just spins in circles. It just spins in circles. The other half is like those wheelchairs. <laughs> <laughs> But they're the wrong size wheels, and it's just awkward, and it just mm-hmm. moves funny. But again, um, it's a year. I can't believe we've been doing this for a year. Um, God damn. Uh, <laughs> thank you, guys, mm-hmm. uh, for – I'm speaking to the, the public. Oh, thank okay. you, guys, for watching. Uh, thank you, guys, for being on. It was rad to have you. I wish we could have had more of everybody on, but then that would have gotten weird and loud and, and – you know, yeah. Do you guys want to plug your show? Yeah, please. You get uh, you got sure, your th- you got your thirty seconds each. Do Papa Smith, go. Oh, I go first. Okay, cool. Please. I uh, I'm a member of League of Legends Anonymous. We're a podcast that's mostly devoted to like self improvement, how to climb from bronze to silver, silver to gold, gold to plat, and then after that you can figure it out because you know you've probably done that already. So uh, the kind of the things that you should expect from our show is you know a lot of unprofessional and light-natured comedy which is good and then uh you know we also work on the concept of like every show we try to bring you a 60 second tip that's something mechanical in the game that maybe you didn't know about and maybe now you do get a little bit better so so i mean we've got that website uh which is www.lolapodcast.com you can check us out there stitcher itunes all that jazz and um Hit us up on Twitter and whatnot. So, yeah. Oh, our YouTube channel has videos of some of the 60-second tips. So if you want to check those out, you know, we could use a plug for that. So that'd be great. Nice. Uh, you guys can check me out at soundcloud.com slash theanalystdesk, uh, where I have two podcasts that are, happen semi-regularly. The Analyst Desk, which is a show where I have uh, reporters, analysts, players, coaches, celebrities, we discuss topics in competitive League of Legends. I also do another podcast called The Stack Deck, which is a esports uh, interview podcast where I interview people in League of Legends, people from right now it's been pretty league focused because I'm uh, there's some episodes in the backlog, but uh, interviewing people who are important in esports and the communities uh, that people play. Like we've had TB Skyron, we did uh, Bryce Blum, the esports attorney. So yeah, and you can find me. On Twitter at Sage Gnosis. Gnosis is spelled G N O S I S because you Americans are really bad at spelling. 
and you can find my shows on iTunes and Stitcher Radio. Uh, actually, no. More Americans are unable to spell gnosis than my European counterparts. I believe it. Because it's a Greek word. I believe it. I love yiddos. That's my Greek for the day. I don't call them gyros. Five points to anybody who knows what gnosis means. It's uh, it's it's a mythology thing, right? It's um, I feel like I read it in a Percy Someone Jackson just book. Looked it up. I can tell by the look on Captain Hook's face that he just Googled it. I, I, I interneted the shit out of that. That's what the age that we live in. So what does Gnosis mean? Um, it is a common Greek noun for knowledge. Oh, nice it in wasn't Christ- a Percy Jackson thing. In Christian, Islamic, or Jewish mysticism, mystery religions and Gnostic. Oh, it's like being agnostic. Yeah. And I got it from the movie Hedwig and the Angry Inch. Love uh... it. Is it a movie? I thought it was just a yeah. show. It's a movie. No, they, they made it a movie. I didn't know they made it a movie. That's exciting. It was a movie and then a play. Yeah, I was going to say, they actually did the stage show after. I thought it was a play and then another play. Nope. Anyways. Movie, play, movie. Anyways. All right. Thanks. That's... Thanks That's for coming out, show. guys. We, we did it. Thank you guys again. Um, as always, I, of course, am the uh, Centurion Captain Hooks. Mm. Oh, do I got to come up with my own? I was going to give it. I was going to give. I was going to give it to you. You but paused. I was, I was. I well. I didn't know if you were going to jump in because I got nothing. On, you step on me, Admiral. No, Admiral. If anything, he's freaking deckhand. Uh, the CEO of Counterlogic Gaming. Poop, poop See, and, he is, and he, of course, is the CEO of Counterlogic Gaming. Hotshot GG. Pan the Man. <laughs> I gave myself Centurion because I was like going with the 100th no, episode it. thing. But I we only it. have 52 episodes, but I wanted to... Um, yeah, they don't really have a good term for that one. There's no. no, there's Yeah, there's no real word for that. So, yeah. So, uh, from all of us, a little of him and most of me. Thank you guys again. Stick around for another year and we will see you on the rift. Bye bye. Ah. Uh, good night, everybody. <laughs> Tower Dive is myself, Ryan Adams, and my co-host, Robert Gersey. You can find more of us at youtube.com slash Tower Dive, or wherever you find podcasts, Twitter at Tower Dive PC. 